0: All right, guys, welcome back to Decoding Babylon, and today I got a very special guest. I got my boy, Max Powers from Parasite TV, and I'm super stoked. I mean, we we kind of have a million directions we could go, but um, but yeah,
1: let's just go. Hey. Welcome to the show, Max. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you.
0: Yeah, max was like one of these guys when when you start when I got on TikTok and I think at one point he was following me and I followed him back and I was like, oh wow we're friends and I was like <laughs> I looked up some of his videos and I was like this guy's good max thank you you're he I would say the one thing I would I noticed clearly about your videos is like they're they're very well researched I mean like so yeah so the first question would be like dude how did you how did you get into research and all the stuff you do
1: uh well I actually have a pretty specific answer to that. Um, in 2012, I believe it was, I was just starting out, um, with my band. I, I had always wanted to be in a band and uh, I'd been out of high school for a few years, super directionless. And I started this band and I really needed money for, I, the reason I started the band was because I found a producer that was like available to me and he was really good. So I needed money, you know, for the recordings and stuff. So I, got a job at um Radio Shack and it was like the most depressing boring job you can imagine <laughs> and uh I started talking about aliens one day with my store manager and he t- and he showed me Reddit I had never heard of Reddit he showed me that like one of the alien subreddits and I just it immersed myself just just for entertainment and um you know knowledge and um just the past of the time, and I got so... I was so into music, and it was really the only thing that was important to me. But this other thing, it was kind of like... I only had two interests, and it was aliens and music. And with the aliens thing, the interest was purely like, I want to see more, like, crazy stuff. There's not a... For how much is out there, there's not much out there. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, concrete things that you can look at and I saw this video called I wanna say it was called alien contact the message and it wasn't on like whoever's like profile YouTube profile It was on it wasn't their video I have no idea where they got it. it it almost seemed like a bunch of clips from other videos that people had made but there was some incredible stuff on there that I couldn't explain and um so I got really into that and then eventually the subreddit got shut down. I didn't I don't think it didn't have enough traffic or something. It wasn't like blocked or anything, but it got shut down. And the only people that were left were like if you still want to talk about this stuff go to the conspiracy subreddit. So I have now been a a 10 or 11 year lurker. I've never logged in, I've never posted, I've never commented. <laughs> but I it's like you know, wake up in the morning, I hit either the conspiracy subreddit or the high strangest subreddit and um Fast forward a bunch of years, you know, the band thing kind of dissipated and it went well enough to um, keep me busy and keep me touring and making music. I still love it, but um, I just, you know, got to a point where I was kind of um, jaded and depressed and just working. I was like door dashing and doing Uber Eats. And I had a really, I had gone through a breakup, so I had like a, a apartment that was way too nice and expensive for me, and so I was just like struggling to pay the rent and do that. And um, I had kind of gotten into TikTok, like I, like everybody else, I feel like that hears about it. It's like, it's not for me. That's like some dumb dancing. Oh, that's video. like that's for that's for thirteen year old
0: girls doing dances. That like that's right. it. That's I remember the first time my brother was like, you should get on TikTok. That's the, that's what I tried told him. I was like, bro. Wait, you're like fifty. Like, like, why? why Yeah. And then, and then, as soon as he started to send me some some videos about like the Illuminati, said, like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting." You're like, "What, what is <laughs> that doing
1: on there?" Yeah, that's cool. They they have that on TikTok. So, so even <laughs> before I saw any of the conspiracy stuff, I saw, um, I can't remember her exact, uh, at, but it's her name's Phoebe, I believe, and she post was posting about mermaids, like that. I don't know if you remember that kind of time on TikTok about her videos about this guy that was posting like these really creepy mermaid videos from like a fishing boat he worked on and then like the guy disappeared it was kind of like the the proto Andrew Dawson giants on the mountain thing like he posted these uh, videos and then he disappeared and then he posted a couple more videos and those, those got taken down and I was like it was like this saga that was only I could only see it on TikTok so I made a TikTok tried and failed to like promote my solo music on, on uh TikTok. <laughs> Gave up again. And then it was like a year later I saw um JK Ultra. I absolutely love JK Ultra. She's been a great friend. She's so cool. Um I saw her videos about like, oh, is the Antichrist alive right now? And like whether or not you believe in that kind of stuff, like who would it be kind of?
2: hmm
1: And the, this her videos are so um energetic and well made but on the production side like as a musician and someone that's gone through all that stuff I never spent a single day like engineering the music i felt i felt like i was so bad at that like my like it was almost like math and so mm-hmm. when i saw the way that she made her videos production wise I was like it just clicked I was like wait I could do this she's just she just has a cool you know her house is really well made up and it's the information and the and the um, presentation that that is getting me and I can do that I have that I've sang Mm -hmm. in front of thousands of people and toured and done all this stuff I can definitely I'm pretty sure I can do that and I've had this insane interest in the paranormal and conspiracies and extraterrestrials uh, phenomenon and stuff and it's not just an interest I mean Every friends group has that guy that's like, oh, did you hear? Oh, that's not what really happened, you know? And I'm that guy. And um, so I would uh, work in the mornings, uh, take about an hour break at around two, and then go back. I mean, I was working like, I was self-employed with DoorDash, but I was having to work 12 hour days just to like pay the bills mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I, I was driving myself insane with content creation. Cause I was just, I had, when I look back at, at music, I got so lucky so many times. And I have some songs that have, you know, over a million streams. And But it was so niche. And, you know, it, I'm not making music anymore. It didn't happen for me. So I look back on that as kind of a failure. And I think I was really scared to try it. And I was driving myself crazy all day and night thinking about it. And finally, I just picked a topic off... Um, Something that I had in my notes, it was like some weird pictures of the moon, and I made a video. And I was so sure that it was going to be nothing that I didn't even look at the video until the next day. I, I posted it at like three p.m., and the next day I woke up and it had over a hundred thousand views. And I was like,
0: "Oh wow!" So what, what? So how? Yeah. So I don't even know this. So this is a question I don't. I honestly don't know. When did you st- so? When did you post this TikTok? Because like, because if you guys don't know, Max has like eight hundred like eight hundred thousand followers on TikTok currently
1: is that yeah is that right? yeah it's I'm actually losing followers right now it's crazy um, I believe i yeah. know in the algorithm yeah. these days I haven't had that influx of followers in so long that even though I get maybe a hundred followers a day all the old profiles that like get auto deleted or whatever <laughs> I'm the
0: kind of people that like max get banned yeah that's that's also <laughs> true but um
1: yeah so anyway I, I just I posted this in it must have been February of um last year of 2022 because later that month i put out the simpsons video and that one so i put out i put out this video about the moon and i knew from watching tiktoks i'm like comment part two and i'll do another one and i had hundreds of comments i was like oh my god they commented part two now what do i do so i made a part two (laughs) i was like whatever i don't even care about this part two here here you go what am i going to do next and i just went man i just made a video every day i had also you know like I said, I was driving myself crazy. I was like researching, which I don't know if you can curse on here or whatever, but a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the like, how does it, how to make a TikTok work, it's all bullshit. You just have to find something you're interested in and talk about it every day. One of the one like rules that I find to be compelling about how to make content is like if you're coming into it cold, you haven't done it before, um, do it every day for 90 days. I knew that. I knew that in my head already. So I was like I'm going to make a video every day. I don't think it was every day for 90 days, but it was most days. And somewhere in there in the first month or so, I made a video about the Simpsons predictions, Mandela effect type thing and it just Oh yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. I called my mom a couple of days in after releasing it and I was like, "I think something's happening because I think I might get a million views on this video." And my mom mm-hmm. was like, "Is that that's really good, right? I'm like, I don't know. I think that might be really good. And then when it was at like 4 million, I was sitting there with a calculator on my phone going like, how much money is like 4 million views? And I, I moved the decimal point the wrong way. And I was literally car shopping. I was like, I need a new car desperately. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to get when like... Is,
0: when is the money come? Come on, yeah. TikTok now, yeah.
1: right? now. I'm rich now, right? But I, mean, <laughs> but I mean, like with music and YouTube and stuff like that, 4 million views that's going to do something for you. And so mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, oh, this is definitely gonna help me out. I'm gonna keep creating, obviously, but like, you know, this is gonna get me. I was in a really bad financial situation. I was re- I was drowning. Drowning is the only word for it. And um, I had a really good job previously that I could have gone back to, but I, I was trying not to. I just, I, I needed to do this. And uh, then I figured out that um, that video ended up getting I think eight million views that month, and that yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and so and then I got trickle views on all my other videos. I think I ended up getting about nine million views that month, and uh, I think that was four hundred dollars. So, <laughs> but it did not deter so you, me. So, what, so what kind of car did you get? I didn't. I'm still <laughs> driving the same car, um, and yeah. it's not a bad that's car. Funny. A,
0: that's funny that you say that too, because like I think I. My first real TikTok was in December of 2021. So like I, so we're pretty close as far as mm. getting in there. And I think that like very close. I must have, I must have made. I think I made like five videos, and like maybe my fifth video got a million views. But it was funny. Wow. It wasn't one of those ones where it wasn't wow. one of those ones where it, it went super viral quick. It like it got to like 100,000 views like in a day. Oh. And my butt and my and it was. I told my brother, and I was just like, I think. it Well, before it got 100,000, I was like, I think this might get hundred thousand views. And my brother was like, it's going to get a million. And, I, and we both laughed. That's a good brother though. And it, and, and, and it did. It yeah. did. And it was like, it was interesting how that just happened. And I, and I said the funny thing, like, as you said, that the one thing I, I, I didn't know a lot about TikTok. So like, I remember when I first made my first videos, I really hadn't watched a lot of it. So I was making a video. Like I said, I made video with the stuff I had in my office mm-hmm. and I kind of made this little kind of little skit almost. And it was almost it was almost good that that I didn't know a lot about TikTok because it allowed me to do something that that probably was different from most of the things. And it wasn't until I probably saw guys like you and I was like, how does he do the thing with his box of him inside the video? And I was like and it was like so that's like the more I became friends with guys like you, I realized I've got to step my game up and then I'm like, then I watch my old videos from like the beginning of like 2022 and I'm like, oh God, how did anybody like this? This is is so cringe. I make myself cringe, like how did anyone like
1: me? This is a small thing. I I still struggle with sound when I'm making something on my phone versus computer. But um, my first couple of videos, I'm like, walking around my house, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to walk around while you're making these. <laughs> Make and, it interesting. Yeah. And um, maybe that worked. Maybe that's why I'm not getting views right now. But um, the sound is like, you know, I'll be walking and you can hear pretty good and then I'll walk by like my kitchen and it's like <laughs> echoing all of a sudden and then I'm in a hallway and you can hear the fans in the bathroom or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's it's been a huge learning experience. I still like just that thing you said about how does he get the box or whatever? I I get those kind of questions all the time. And any, I'm not the kind of person that replies to every comment. It's too exhausting, Mm -hmm. but I do. I genuinely try to help anyone that's like seeking help on starting. Or if there's people that are, you know, taking something the wrong way or taking like a, some, I'm sure you've had this before when you post something and then someone like takes your post and tries to use it to, like, say something evil or vile about, like, something else, and you're like, so I'll reply to those, like, what, this is not what I meant, whatever this is, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that little Mm -hmm. box thing, I, I stopped making TikToks for a while because of that. I, I had, I didn't like using the green screen thing, and, um, so I would, you know, upload the photo, and then it would, I'd have a little box or a circle or, or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then one time I went on TikTok to make a video the same way that's been so successful for me and the thing that had been so successful for me I, I don't know i mean i i think i might be nearing um maybe 35 or 50 million views somewhere in there i think gosh that's incre- that's incredible i could be way lower it might be 20 or something but i've had a multiple that have gotten like eight nine million views i've had one that had 16 so it's it's up there and the way that i did all those videos i go to make a video and that thing is just gone they don't have it
0: anymore. <laughs> they, well, that's the funny thing. I was when like, you, "What?" When you're actually, no. When you were actually using that yeah, when you were, yeah, because I think that's how most of us did it. We we made the videos on Tik mm-hmm. on the TikTok app, and of course, later we were when you start posting them across platforms, you try not to make them on TikTok so you have the original with no watermark. Yeah. But I've had that happen too. Do you remember back in the day when you like make the video on TikTok? And then all your editing tools would be gone and you yes. couldn't even like you couldn't even like you couldn't even cut the segments, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, you made all this video and you're like, what am I supposed to do with it now? It's like now it's gonna look stupid because and, and the day, I got all these goofy the, edits in it. And the day before
1: <laughs> it was there, and then the day after yes. it was there. But for some reason <laughs> and so yeah, I mean it I had already been making them off platform for a while, but you know, the peaks and valleys of viewership, it's so crazy, man. I, I will make I have eight hundred thousand followers. Every one of those people that followed me, you follow somebody because you want to see more from them.
2: Yeah. But
1: that's not how TikTok works, though. Uh, no, that's as, not how TikTok as, works. As, <laughs> as much as I want to hit that million, just I don't know why. So so it can validate something in me about failing. It's
0: hard me. it's it, it does it does feel like that would be a thing, like a million. Right? Yeah, you
1: know, I mean, it's a thing. Yeah,
0: that 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 seems like you get major internet cred if you got a million. I mean, that's right. pretty. I mean, it's funny. Like, obviously, I'm sure as the beginning when you got a hundred thousand followers, you were like, "How about that?" Yeah, thousand. Same thing well, with me. But then it's like, but then you get friends who got like, well, my friends got a million. You yeah, know, it's like so, then you get two hundred thousand followers, and then yeah, then you get friends who have, uh, you know, like uh, one point three million and stuff and like that. To, to me, the, the
1: the follower count was I, I it never. Got, like got to my head in a weird way or anything it was I am so like self-sabotaging that the follower count for me was the only thing that that did for me like emotionally or mentally was like don't quit that like all of those it's not an accident these people followed you because they want to see more yeah, stuff so, they like liked it. Yeah, you make stop, good stuff stop stopping just make the video anyways yeah I had already stopped making videos on platform for the reasons you said it's so much easier to do it off platform and then upload it because any number of things can happen when you're making it on TikTok and then it's gone. And you're like, oh, I have to start over now. <laughs> and I'm the yeah, type that's, of person, I, that's I, frustrating. I'm really fun um, a lot of the times, but when I'm not energetic or whatever, I can't, it's so hard to fake it for me. And I mean, there's so many videos where I'm just dead-eyed like, and then the other thing happened and then it moved. You know,
0: but you, but see, that's the thing with you though, You, you've kind of got that, you got the dryness about you. And it's mm-hmm. funny cause like when I started, I think like when I did my, like my first real big video was like the Hoover Dam video. And that was your first, big I think one? once I, well, that was my first, like really like I was going, I went from like 50,000 followers to like 110. Oh, okay. You know, so like, so it was a massive big jump. Influx, yeah. and it was, but it was like the way I did that video, obviously I kind of was real snappy in that mm-hmm. video. And I was like kind of joking the whole time. And I was, you know, well, so you, then have that, like, you
1: have that, do you really believe that snark? That, yeah, like yeah I'm, really I, tr-
0: well. I try to, I'm trying, obviously, I'm trying for for a little bit of a bro, mm-hmm. like, like a, like an internet bro, kind of like, haha. you know, what do you think? You know, kind of mm-hmm. like a little bit of sarcasm, but the, you know, you know how it goes. Like, I'm not always feeling like that, you know? So like, no. so like, I remember back in the day, I would go sit in front of my phone and I would try to get those quick shit snappy takes and I would be like. I'd be in front of my phone for like an hour trying to make a video that's 90 seconds long. Yeah. And it, it's exhausting because it's like, yeah, because you do feel like <laughs> I was almost seeing myself as, do you remember like, who what's his name? Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> when like, you see this cl- those outtakes. We'll do it, it live. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it live.
1: And he's like freaking out. And I was like, I finally get what he's doing. You're like, he's like, when you see that, you're like, what a spaz. Do you make all this money? And it's like, <laughs> no, he's hot and he's sweating. And his shirt is soaked because he's probably been in that chair for four hours. And the, and the, yeah, and and he's, any kind of lighting when you're under it, it's immediately, you're like, okay, this sucks. Like, I don't know if you can hear it. I have my fan on full black. I mean, it's <laughs> almost winter, but it's funny
0: where I'm at, normally it's cold. But yeah, I, I, I finally understood what it was like because, because he's got to have this kind of certain, you know, he's got me and Max are not really playing a character, but we might be playing a an exaggerated version of ourselves. So it's like, to try to get into that thing and then things for not work. It's like, you know, as soon as you start getting aggravated, yeah. <laughs> well, now I can't make this. I can't be fun, the fun guy. Mm-hmm. I can't be the fun bro. I can't be like an angry guy doing this, this video. I'll look like people are like, what's wrong with them?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, I mean, that's part of doing it every day. You do it and you make it work. And sometimes, I mean, there's sometimes I know I'm making a video and I'm like, I could just feel, I know it's a good, you know, pop culture topic or something. And I'm like, this is gonna do a million. And then sometimes I'm absolutely sure that I have it and then it flops and then I try to repost it later and it flops again. And I'm like, fine, what, I guess I don't know what I'm doing. But then sometimes there's days like we just described where you just push through and you're like, I have chosen to do this. And I know you, I know you like, you know, either partially own or own or operate a business but this is, Mm -hmm. this is my business. And I had to like burn the boats or I would half ass it. So yeah, there's those days where you push through and you just do it and you're like, this sucks. And then that one gets a huge, gets a huge amount of interest. I almost
0: almost feel like the TikTok, and this, this was my theory early on that like, obviously a guy like you, who's having like the real successful videos where you're like your follows and stuff will like, when you like, when you get a video, like you're talking about getting 8 million views, I know your followers were just going up like you're watching them go up like by a thousand mm-hmm. really fast and if if TikTok did not stop those videos you wouldn't have to make a lot of videos like you know what I mean like yeah. cuz I think that's where that's what kind of gives us the impetus to continue to make videos where you do get that viral success and then it's like you make a few more and you're like okay I'm not really getting that success and then you get another big one and it's almost like if TikTok let every video you had get real big Maybe you wouldn't try as hard. Maybe you wouldn't be as um, if, you know what I mean? Like it's down to
1: do it all the time. Here's my response to that. If, and I don't know how this would work with their current setup because there's so many people on TikTok, but let's say out of my 800,000 followers, I'd have to wager that 300,000 of them are daily users. If Mm -hmm. I put out a video and, um, within the first two or three days it's out, it's in Every person that follows me and is on TikTok that day, it's in their feed. So let's say most of the videos that I put out are seen by, you know, at least half of my followers, I would probably make two videos a week because they would all have at least 300,000 views plus the algorithm boost from from the video. That'd be be solid. (laughs) Then you know what would happen? They'd have to pay me for all those views. And that's, that's what kind of, that's correct gets in my way um mentally with it sometimes is i'm like i know i need to monetize this in order to keep doing it but has monetizing it like disabled me from having that true virality but when you when you ask them not that you can actually ask anybody from tiktok anything
2: (laughs) but when you ask them
1: um Hey, would I get more views if I wasn't? They're like, no. If anything, you get more views when you're monetized. (laughs) We're totally not censoring you. So so sometimes you get censored because you're talking about something. It's a big no-no topic, which I'm usually really good about that. Like I can tell that, yeah, I can't talk about this. And sometimes I do it anyway. Or sometimes you get censored, I'm sure, because it's like, hey, look, we just gave this guy money last month. What, are we going to pay him all the time? Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll throw him a bone. But – I mean, honestly, I think it's all about consistency and just, um, trusting yourself, trusting your topic choices and using discernment. Um, I, I'm in the middle of kind of trying to make a comeback right now, not of any like numbers or like a financial comeback or anything like that, but just creatively, um, production output. Um, I spent almost an entire month of like working hours on, um, on a 56 minute long video about the Maui fires um, in September. And then I had, a, uh, it was my girlfriend's birthday. We went to Arizona, it was this huge thing. Right the day I uploaded it, I was like, I really hope there's no problems with this because I have a plane to catch. And I uploaded it and then drove to the airport and left. And then a couple of days after that, I had a big move across state lines and everything. And uh and i was sick at bronchitis like halfway through the trip so i already have this i think kind of reputation with my youtube crowd with my youtube fans yeah, I, sh- like, I
0: should mention not only does max have 800,000 he's got like, 80,000 subs on yeah. on youtube as well mm-hmm. so yeah obviously max makes great youtube as good as his tiktoks were his youtube videos are better are better yeah and i, I should
1: i should probably mention just for um I know we have some crossover um, but i think you probably have a lot of followers that aren't familiar with me if i had to guess and i should probably mention and to you too i don't think we've talked about this um i'm i'm like um not because it's youtube or anything like the branding of it or whatever but i'm a lot more invested in like my personal youtube content because that was like a big mountain for me to climb. I knew obviously TikTok's working out, but I'm like, literally anyone can do this. And we talked about the other day, you know, you started making TikToks and then you literally were like, I'm going to make movies and I'm going to do a podcast. And my thing was, (laughs) I really love um, like certain YouTubers. And you know, when you, when you start creating content, I'm sure a lot of people are like, I'm going to be just like this guy. And um, I'm not like any of them. It hasn't, I haven't really found my niche yet in presentation. That's kind of what I'm working on with this comeback right now is like, how do I want to present for the next year or so? And then ramping up production. I'd like really like to do, um, a weekly YouTube video and then in the background be working on like a much longer video to put out, you know, every six weeks or so. But um, yeah, I love all these YouTube content creators and there's, I mean, there's like movie level content on there.
0: I know, I, that's that's the one thing I'm I've impressed with sometimes when I'm like, as we're making, as Brian and I were making the movie and then I'm watching like YouTube videos that are like, like how much, that, of course, I, my, my mind I'm sure as somebody like you who's, who, when you start making this stuff, you're like, how much time and how many people are working on this project? Mm-hmm. Because like, I think because obviously I could tell like a guy like you. Well, not can't tell because your stuff's good, but like, I've I'm, I've always assumed it was just you doing it. And like, and typically it's just me. And like, so people ask like, your videos have gotten better. Is anyone doing them for you? I'm like, no, I gotta do I gotta do mm-hmm. all this stuff. I
1: they're getting I better because you're learning how to do it.
0: Right, right. Well, I get better. i get I'm a little faster at it. But you also like, I'm sure you know, you get a little bit more anal about mm-hmm. the way it looks and the way it sounds and like little you can spend a lot more time on the details that that's the that's kind of the beauty and as we go back to talking about making tiktoks you know as long as you're as long as the things you're saying are interesting people forgive a lot of your like your oh, editing yeah. problems and your lack of, so i think that's the one beauty thing about tiktok is that like the information is really what people want and i think sometimes people enjoy the fact that you're not very good because they know that you're just a guy mm-hmm. and i think so many people are get tired of like the polished suits and the hairpiece news people they want to see this guy who doesn't really have he doesn't really have a lot of reason to lie to you he's just yeah just giving you the information he's not making money doing it and i think that that's that's kind of the beauty of tiktok but i, think, I always kind of viewed i think us tiktokers kind of viewed youtube as like the major leagues yeah yeah tiktok's maybe like double a baseball i think instagram maybe like triple a but then you get to like um like you could walk <laughs> like, on but youtube is youtube yeah youtube youtube is is the majors for us uh, the, as the, content creators the
1: crazy thing about youtube though is like there's people on youtube that just sit down in front of their camera and do what we just talked about and just present and you're like the whole time you're just enthralled with their presentation and i i think that's kind of my been my like personal downfall in the last year. I had a, I had an incredible amount of success in like a six or seven week period uh, this time last year, where again, it was like when the Simpsons video came out and I called my mom and I was like, this might be really big. It was big. I mean, it, it, it garnered me, I think 200,000 followers off just that video over the span of a few weeks, something along those lines. Um, I had something similar happen on YouTube where I went from about 20,000 subscribers to 65 in a month. That's, and, big, that's a big jump. And multiple of my videos were getting hundreds of thousands of views. And so it was very financially successful, this niche, these niche topics that I was talking about. And so I tried to do what I thought you were supposed to do and I doubled down on it. And I was like, all right, let's go. And I made a couple more videos and like three videos in a row, I. They got demonetized, and uh, one of them was like about the Balenciaga thing when it was happening. And I thought in my head, I'm like, the, at the rate I was making the videos, I was like, I already said the video's coming out today. I guess I'll just have to put it out and not make money on this one. But what I didn't realize was that when you allow something to be age restricted and demonetized, it heavily messes with your algorithm. Oh, and so really? I,
0: so they don't want they don't want to show your videos anymore because you no. put out stuff that. That's, no. Well, I guess it's I. You know, I guess I could I could see that from, like YouTube's perspective too, because it's like we want to be able to monetize your. They want to be able to monetize your money. videos yeah. too, so they're thinking like, if this guy's going to make a bunch of subversive stuff, we don't want to show anybody his videos anymore because we're going to promote we're going to promote somebody who doesn't do
1: that. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, I kind of shot myself in the foot there, and uh, it's been a crazy year of just. I, I'm, I, th- I I get way too deep with it. I think about it too much, and now I'm trying to just. I knew I was taking a huge risk with the Maui fires video. Somehow it is monetized technically, and it's not age restricted. And I'm very careful in that video, and I do present some things that aren't facts. But I also am very clear about when it's speculation and when it's speculation that is not my speculation. It's like here here's a bunch of videos from people that are on the ground there or our survivors and this is what they're talking about so it is monetized but it's obviously was very clearly like shadow banned it was my fastest growing video ever i believe in the first 24 hours and it was it just hit a brick wall and stopped and people were saying it wasn't coming up in search so you know there's different things like that but i think the main thing about making any you know being creative at all is you just have to keep doing it or it's not gonna pay yeah you can think about it all you want but
0: yeah. It's funny. Like, I'm sure that you've, I mean, obviously you've made a career doing it. Obviously, Lord willing, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. That's what i my goal is. I think we're probably I guess it closer
1: is. in as career wise as, as you like career wise, I think we're probably closer than you think because I've also well, invested a lot of money into it because I made a lot of money really quickly and then I stopped <laughs> mm-hmm. making money for a while and then I started making money again off sponsorships but my ad revenue has stayed fairly low the entire year. So yes, it is my career now, but it's not the career that it was like for the latter half of last year. Like this year has been kind of rough because I got less consistent and the quality went way up. And now I'm like, okay, the quality has to stay high and I have to kind of refine this a little bit. And I have no doubt that it'll get better, but yeah, just that's, yeah, you know, I was just saying we're we're probably a little yeah. I wonder. I, I always I think. think
0: about it like this too, and I'm, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you know it's the same way because I like because I knew as soon as I saw your TikToks, and then when as soon as I saw your YouTube channel, and I was like, this guy obviously knows what he's doing. He's interesting, and then it's like, but of course, like I said, you've got I mean, eighty thousand subs is nothing to sneeze at. But I see people who right, yeah, have way more, and lucky. then you're like, and then you're looking at it. I don't know if it was like that when we got into TikTok. We obviously got in at a good time where guys could blow up and then sometimes we i remember thinking like as soon as i got over to youtube i thought this is like a closed platform where they're not Mm -hmm. trying to literally let us guys like us grow very like organically like and and maybe it's the same way where like that i know that your the quality of your videos compared to people who have tons of followers i'm like max's videos are so much better so much well more research things that he like yours when I watch your stuff, I learn stuff. I mean, that's, that's like sometimes you get take for granted when you do a lot of your own research. Like your friends make videos, and you're like, "I already know about, yeah. <laughs> you know what he's talking about," mm-hmm. and you don't feel like you need to watch it. But I know that when, you do a pretty good job of like things that are current, like digging deep, like quick. Because I think yeah. obviously a lot of the stuff I do is I look pretty far back, and so like I think you, that's like, the way you, to you go. Know, obviously,
2: I, think well, I think it's. I, fe- is the I way felt to like.
0: I felt like to me, when I realized I was getting in trouble, like I was getting like community guideline strikes when I was too quick on the conspiracy mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, well, yeah. I mean because at, at that point, you don't really don't know what's true. And that's why I said, like usually when I would go backwards, I would pretty much have the receipts of saying like, hey, this is like this is just the truth right here. and and it's not it's not as controversial to talk about the things that happened long ago versus like yeah, if you if you say something wrong about what happened in Maui, or the Balenciaga thing, or like, especially anything to do with medical stuff, if you say the wrong thing right now, like, they're gonna say that this is da- your information is dangerous. Like, they'll actually try to act like or, this thing is, like we hurting, have to stop. You're this hurting thing.
1: those dead people by talking right, about it. Right, right. Well, that, <laughs> like,
0: that's, what they, that's what they all, okay. that's, I mean, like I said, I remember you had that great quote, and I wish you started getting into talking about some of this stuff, is you had that Challenger video. And I remember one time I had to duet your Challenger video, and it's funny, I had to actually, use CapCut to put myself into it to do edit because it wouldn't let me do it with your, your sound was all messed up and mm-hmm. I had to, and they probably do that to us on TikTok when they don't want that video to be spread anymore. And so you had that, that quote, what was it? When you're basically saying it becomes taboo to start talking about what well, was exactly how you were saying oh, it? Oh like,
1: man, it's, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but um it was something along the lines of like, I put a disclaimer at the beginning of that video because I know exactly there are certain, th- and this goes back to like what gets you um, interested in conspiracy theories. The thing that got me interested in conspiracy theories, I was not like this, but the thing that got me interested was I noticed, uh, you know, years ago, like there are certain things that, the second that it's brought up, you're like, oh, don't, oh, I don't want to hear that because people died, but people die every yeah. day and we talk about right. it every day, right. but there's certain mm-hmm. things and. And I am not a person that lacks reverence for institutions or anything like that. Like you know, I, I was I was raised in a religious conserv a religious conservative home. You know, like go troops, all that kind of stuff. So I'm not mm-hmm. someone that lacks reverence. But there are certain things like 9/11 and certain school shootings I won't name and a lot of other disasters that you're not you're not allowed to talk about it because we have this perceived reverence which is actually like a social lock and so i think the quote was something like i I, so i put a disclaimer at the beginning of the video like just so you know if you get upset by by me talking about this that's all according to plan because that's how you're supposed that's how you've been programmed to react and i'm not i'm not saying that any kind of like hmm, I'm, I've broken my programming and you haven't. It. It's just, no, I have it too. And and there's certain things we're not supposed to talk about. So it's something along the lines of like, if you get upset, um, that's totally fine. I, I accept that and it's going to happen. But just know that that's why they showed this on TV. They showed it to yeah. upset people. They showed the buildings collapsing on 9-11 to upset people because a lot of times when there's like a tragedy, like, You'll hear about it you'll see pictures maybe but they're not going to show it but like they use things to scar us emotionally anyways i'm getting too deep into it but yeah it's no. It's, it's no but that's no but
0: you're right i mean because that's interesting because so if you guys are obviously probably not familiar what we're talking about so max did a video about the challenger and then it just it just so happens it appears that some of the people may have survived that somehow i mean so you, you obviously can we we never might never know how they survived it but and but there's not, people with not, identical th- names I did, you know, like either the brothers, twin brothers survived somehow. And if, if and they, you're not familiar with what so the Challenger
1: much- was, the Challenger was a space shuttle that launched in like 86 or 85, I think. Mm-hmm. And it had, it just so happened to have a school teacher on board. So well, like I say, cause schools, how, how, old you,
0: how old are you, Max? You, said I'm 32. you were, are you max? Well, see, I'm, I'm 45. So I was one of those kids. Just sitting there, mm-hmm. sitting there like this, as they 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 rolled the TV into mm-hmm. the rooms because because a school teacher was on there. So because a school teacher it, was
1: on every school across. Yeah, America we all knew. Like was it, watching it, was it, it was
0: funny because it, yeah, it was it was like it was almost like there was a spatial just going up a lot, but it, that was a particular big one mm-hmm. because of the teacher.
1: Yeah, because it was. I mean, looking back on it, they it, you know what they're trying to say is like, oh, now we're starting to send, you know, not. Not normal. I mean, there's all kinds of people that teach and there's all kinds of people that are astronauts. But until that point, it's like military pilots and engineers and um, mathematicians and stuff like that are going into space. But now we're mostly mostly
0: free, mostly Freemasons, though. Right, right, right. <laughs> so but now, you know,
1: we're going to normalize space flight and we're taking a school teacher. up. Of course, she was trained in everything. That was something that was misinterpreted from my video. But it was like a. Kind of a, like a random thing. Like, oh, it's just a school teacher. Of course they're gonna train her how to be an astronaut. But what do they do, or what, what happens? Uh, first of all, they're very careful. There was there is a paper trail detailing that it was extremely dangerous to launch that day. And I don't remember the names, but there were two um, engineers that were working on it, that there was these um, seals. That were absolutely, they would would absolutely fault if the rocket launch took place on a day that was colder than a certain temperature. And they, they actually pushed the launch to be later in the year. And these two engineers are like, yeah, don't do that. Do not launch it. And they're like, eh, well, well, it's fine. And then they launched it. <laughs> and on live television in front of millions and millions and millions of school children, it exploded. And everyone died. Except or did they except there's there's <laughs> i think there was um 10 people on board like seven of them have literal doppelgangers now out there right now that either have the same name or like slight variations of the first name but the same last name and you know what's uh, funny
0: is that some somebody was like in my comment section. Like, so i did a video just of us i took from decoding babylon me and brian talking about it and i made that into a little clip and some one of the a couple of the comments in there was like, "Oh, like it's totally unusual for people to look the same." I said, "Well, I said them having the exact same name and the exact same age is also a little suspect." But I was like, "But yes, obviously people resemble each other, but I mean like that's having the exact same name. I mean, you show me many more examples of that." And yeah. I'll, and and, and norm- normally
1: I'm I'm very against like badgering people uh, in person like i would never do that i would never think i know conspiracy i I, I would never think of like of of a video idea and then go and for part of that video i'll confront the person in their driveway (laughs) no and I, I, i i can't remember his name but the the guy that started discovering this stuff he did that and like you just can't fake these reactions these reactions are just like like, oh, somebody found me. It's very strange, the reactions. Or they're yeah, or they're kinda it's... like, Hey, oh no, that's not me. If someone came to me <laughs> and they were like, You died in that space shuttle, I'd be like, You're insane. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? You know? And Who it's never like that. What are you, like right, what are you doing out. here, man? Like, get off my property. It's never like that. They're like, Oh, I haven't had media training in a couple of decades. What am I supposed to do with this? And Yeah, it goes back to um. We, we talked about on the phone a few days ago, uh, the thing that, the thing that kind of led me to making that video is I'm a huge NASA skeptic. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not like a space skeptic. I'm absolutely not a flat earth guy, but I do kind of take issue with NASA and a lot of the things that they do and a lot of the things that they say. And I'm a huge, um, skeptic of why they need like $60 million in taxpayer money at, a day per day and that's what we know
0: about that's that's what the funny part is like when you get the people like well, why would they lie well that's a lot of incentive to lie and i I was saying like can you imagine having that budget and them not actually doing anything yeah like them actually not producing any results oh i can imagine it like (laughs) (laughs) right that's why i said i was joking the other day it was like you know why they you know why they would fake a lot of this stuff because i saw they went before congress to try to get put in the budget them cleaning up space debris okay so they're going to be cleaning up space debris and you're like okay so now who's going to verify whether they do that or not yeah i mean them yeah exactly don't worry it's totally space clean space
1: tiktok <laughs>
0: they think like a i was thinking like they're probably going to come out with like you ever see space balls like the mega maid mm-hmm. and they're going to have like the big vacuum thing the transformer into the vacuum and they're going to just vacuum up all those broken satellites that are just hanging out up in the atmosphere that don't ever collide with the international space station even though it goes seventeen thousand miles an hour and imagine if a bug hit it would probably uh destroy a window but
1: i don't know i'm i'm well aware that uh we have a lot of stuff in in the upper atmosphere in 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 orbit um that that cheeky quote, finger quote, is as far as I'll go into that realm. But um, <laughs> in orbit. Uh,
2: but, okay, so there's the... the we know, we the, know what you're saying. There's the
1: vastness of space. And um, for my entire life, and for at least a couple lifetimes before my life, we have been looking into space and sending radio transmissions and signals and satellites. And we've been looking way out there. And there's nothing there other than other space stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, who are we trying to impress by cleaning up space junk? It's in space,
0: right? Well, like I said, isn't it interesting though? That's what I'm saying. Like, so if you have this international space station, like, do they ever say, "Oh, gosh, there's this"? There was an emergency at the international space station. This part of this former satellite. Is look like it collided into the thing, and now there's a giant hole. Oh, by the way, everyone died. Isn't it amazing how like is as dangerous as they act like space is? And if you think this thing's going pretty safe
1: statistically,
0: these people are acting like clowns on their National Space Station. It's like I was I was I was thinking about this. So I don't know if you've seen the new Top Gun movie, and if you haven't, you know, I don't think you need to. It's like nostalgia, the movie copy mm-hmm. and paste, and but the very beginning of it. Tom Cruise is still, you know, Maverick. He's still, he's doing very dangerous things. So he's he's flying in this new, what looks like to be like one of those SR seventy one type vehicle, you know, uh, jets. And they're trying to break the sound the sound record or the the speed record. And so they're trying to go Mach ten. And so like, of course, you look at what he wears when he's going to try to to break that record. He's got like a spacesuit on, mm-hmm. you know. And I think the SR seventy one obviously trial. Was like flew super high. Well, anyways, I think it gets to mock spoilers. It gets to like Mach ten point three or something. Well, he's that's even more than Mach ten. <laughs> that's, that's right. He because because Maverick is mm-hmm. you know he is dangerous like Iceman said, and so he goes that fast. And then I was thinking about it. you know what they wear to go uh seventeen thousand five hundred, so almost like seven thousand miles an hour faster than Maverick was going in Top Gun. They wear polo shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they wear polo shirts, and they they float around, and they do like... You're thinking, like, doesn't this seem, like, silly? Shouldn't these people be more serious? Like, wouldn't you think about... And I've always wanted to see this. I want to see them take somebody from the ground, fly up to the International Space Station, somehow dock that thing, and then the person go from one vehicle to the next. That's don't you, Doesn't that seem like that would be... Pretty insane and intense to watch
1: that. Well, you can see that in several Hollywood movies, <laughs> right. which somehow they did it before the people that are in space and before the people that get sixty million dollars a day. Because I'll tell you what I would do with a sixty million dollar a day budget: um, space bridge. I would I would build one of those super futuristic, you know, bridges into space that we see in movies. Um, like in Ad Astra, that would make it a lot safer and easier to get, you know, into the upper atmosphere. Um, and I would do what you said, you know, there there would be a no cuts GoPro video of the launch and then getting into orbit. But um, me saying all this stuff doesn't necessarily mean I think it's fake. Maybe the programming is just that deep, but I think it's just a lot easier to, you know, put some people in a soundstage and fake some stuff to get $60 million a day. I mean, you can, you can feed a lot of families on $60 million a day. <laughs> and for anybody or, that thinks or for, <laughs> yeah. for, for anybody that has the question of like, why, why? I mean, that's just convoluted. And it's like, well, um, it's part of a system that controls your entire life and we have it pretty good in a lot of ways in America and, and in a lot of Western countries, we have it pretty good. But We've also never had the opportunity to think outside of the system that is immediately impressed upon us from birth and and until you grow up a little bit and get out there in the world and start to question things on your own, which not everybody is going to do, not everybody has to do that, very few people are going to question it in the ways that we do. Um, you're, there's no reason to, to believe any of this stuff, but um, you know I, I guess. In, in a way, I, I can have kind of anarchistic thoughts sometimes because I hate the lies. I hate lies. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I, I've kind of been my own worst enemy in some ways because I also really love fiction. And I, I like to cover fiction. I don't do it very often. But um, I like kind of, um, you know, arg fiction, which is like, uh, you know, all. all art- alternative reality you know game so it's like it'll be presented like on twitter as something that's happening but in reality it's just like a story you know mm-hmm. um so it's like oh the uh, sun never came up today was a big one i can't remember where that one went but just stuff like that it's really fun to cover and so i hate the lies but sometimes i need a break and i need to like just cover something fun and then people are like well now i don't take the other stuff you're talking about seriously and i'm like well You're going to have to get a sense of discernment at some point and figure (laughs) out when I'm talking about ghosts in the woods and, uh, uh, you know, portals and stuff like that. And I'm saying it's from uh, the no sleep subreddit. And that's probably not real since that's a fictional place. So just, you you, know, do you wonder if it's like
0: that? I think that in a lot of ways, and I think this is as a Christian, I believe that a lot of the space stuff is a. Is a way for people to have a religion that's not really religion, and that's why like that that we I think that I know a lot of people and obviously the nerd culture would be like you're a Trekkie you're you know you're you're in love with Star Wars and you're like you hear about the people who were getting depressed when they they couldn't live in uh, Pandora and couldn't be Navi <laughs> and all this kind of stuff because like because we have been put in this matrix of a reality where we have to like be little worker bees, and and we want something to be more. But I guess for a lot of people, the space stuff, I and love science, they can have this religious view about like, oh, maybe one day we're going to be like Captain Kirk, and we can go, you know, after after we get everything on Earth straight and everybody will be like loving each other, we're going to go like check out all the other worlds and you know, interact with things, and and it gives people like a like their imaginations really can kind of like keep them going when when life becomes very depressing here because like yeah you're looking at the price of groceries and all this other kind of stuff and then they're like we're going to colonize mars and i always thought like wait a minute why why would we want to colonize that, that that dumb red rock at least that's what they tell us it is like isn't it funny when they talk about like that maybe one day we're gonna have to leave earth and i think i was thinking like All right, but these other places are kind of looking uninhabitable. They're
1: way worse in every way. (laughs) But we're gonna fix that instead of. I know.
0: Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Can't we just make this place a little like? I was thinking like, okay, so if you can make this dome, like you know, like I think Elon Musk was talking about this, and I I was laughing to my dad about this. I was like, he wanted to make this this thing on Mars where people could live, and I thought, how about this? You try that out in like the worst desert on Earth, like just 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 build it there to see if it works. And then guess what if it if it works here, wouldn't that be better than Mars? yeah, it would be a lot cheaper
2: like, yeah <laughs>
0: imagine the construction imagine the union rates over on Mars, but no, I mean, I think that like that some of the space stuff gives people this kind of yeah a religious view of things like that that requires no accountability at all. It just means like, oh, trust us, we're gonna we're take we're, all your money's going to something good because. One day we're going to have, like, you know, the Enterprise and all that stuff.
1: Well, I think I can kind of um, respond to that and kind of tie it all together in extremely dark and and disturbing and depressing way. (laughs) Um, The phenomenon – I don't think a lot of people have heard this or remember this, but the phenomenon of people going to see the movie Avatar and then going into a deep depression afterwards – is dystopian and upsetting to me and I understand it I didn't have that experience um, but my understanding of it I can kind of apply that Um, there's this YouTuber who barely ever uploads and he's called the angry hippie and he makes really extremely uh, deep dive videos into like you know human consciousness and it's 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 really hard to um, kind of like tie down what his videos are about. I'll just say it's like it's kind of like focusing on what humanity could be, and and probably what we're supposed to be. And when I say I can kind of tie this all together in a dark and disturbing way, it's not. It, it's only dark and disturbing because the the reason people got so depressed about Avatar. It, it's so funny. It's such a scathing indictment of like our civilization because what what are they depressed about okay these these beings live in the jungle they're self-sufficient they hunt but they really respect they they don't overhunt they hunt what they need mm-hmm. they uh, you know they gather you know other stuff that they need it's not all you know meat based or whatever they highly respect like uh it's been so long, but I, I believe something that happens in the movie is there's like an action scene where the human avatar guy, hybrid, has to kill, mm-hmm. has to kill an animal in self-defense. And the actual Navi um, lady, girl, <laughs> Mrs, um, <laughs> Mrs. Avatar, kills the mm-hmm. creature to save him. And then she's super angry with him, like, why did you come here? this thing's gonna attack you and now I have to kill it. And he's like, yeah, thanks, so what's the big deal? And she's like crying over it because she's like, we can't eat this thing. And I just killed it for no reason because you're an idiot. So it's like that's how much respect they have for their planet. And what is their religion? Their religion is like this tree. They worship
0: that. that They worship that, the mother tree, whatever, their, right? their,
1: their religion is worshiping the planet that they're on that literally binds all of them together and their, their religion really is each other, basically. When you break it down, and and you know whatever, we're not going to get into creationism with Avatar, but there's a lot less noble things to worship than your planet, you know, unless you live on Saturn. But um,
2: <laughs> they, they they worship <laughs> nature
1: and each other, and they just survive and they thrive uh, in 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 like a revolving ecosystem that is stable. And so it's like, yeah, we used to do that too. That's, that's like, right. That's kind of a huge possibility to happen on earth. And then, you know, what we have instead, and I'm not saying that like, you know, the 300 million people in America should be living like that. But like with how vast the earth is, Yes. Like things one of the kind of like like brain twisting ideas that you can kind of think of sometimes is like what else would work and then you you got to think back we talked about this a little bit on the phone the other day you and I that like history probably isn't you know history is viewed as this straight line a 45 degree angle of, of you know progression and we haven't there's really no reason to think that at all like I'm, I'm right. not, well, I'm that, not an, that's
0: certain. That's certainly what we've been taught, and I yeah. think as as you're about to get into, we've we've like as we started to peel the onion, we were like it starts to stink. It's not really like they said it was.
1: Yeah, and, and um, like why would they lie? Okay, well, how about this? Um, if space is vast, but you know it's really hard to get anywhere else. Like I'll I'll take a quick detour and just say this. I love the idea of. An expanding human race. I think that I think that if space is what we've been taught it is, or anything close to it, that our destiny as a race is probably to expand and go to those other planets, the inhabitable, inhabitable ones. And um, I think it's just really important what we take with us. And I would hate to see us do it now because all we would take is like the darkest. Most depressing, uh, controlling, you know, vibes uh, systems with us. What about,
0: and but Max? Let me stop you real quick. Did, do you, did you remember hearing that that wasn't like NASA sent a bunch of they they sent a bunch of nude pictures of like people into space? Did you ever hear that?
1: I'm sure it was for science. I'm sure there was no insertion. Yeah, it was like it was obviously
0: some. They were doing some serious science where they were like obviously sending nudes out to, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anybody out in the universe who wants them, hey guys, that <laughs> we're available. seems
1: that seems um, oddly. <laughs> this is totally science. <laughs> yeah, that that seems oddly specific and pretty un unscientific. But um, so so if yeah. if if uh, a past version of humanity was ex- like we think of uh, advanced a certain way, right? Well, we're obviously mm-hmm. much more advanced than anyone that came before us. I kind of don't think that's true, and I think that there's different ways to be advanced and I no. think that there's very clear evidence of um like abilities that we probably no longer have that some people have that are just extremely rare now, but um you know there's a reason they put so much chemicals in the food there's a reason why they want us all sick and wasting away, and the, yes, they want our lifespans to be shorter, but like I think that a, a previous civilizations probably I think we don't understand what certain things are like the pyramids and stuff like that. And I think there's a very good reason why it's really not common knowledge that there's pyramids on every continent and that they all share one of two design concepts and those design concepts, the two design concepts aren't like so different. It's like, you know, the difference between it's it's like,
0: it's like, it's like cultural differences. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of like if we build skyscrapers here, they build them a little different in Dubai. Right. They build them different in China. Right. They but, build them different in Russia, but they're still, everybody still knows they're the same thing.
1: Or like, or like you know, the difference between like a, a DeWalt generator and, you know, a, a Kawasaki one or something like that. Right, you know, right. Like, yeah. they both have the same idea. And uh, I think that it's very possible that um, that depression of Avatar comes from like this deep knowledge that like we're not, really living in like the way that we're supposed to. Yes, and, uh, I think that yeah. That's that's for sure. that whole there's I mean there could be a million reasons like why they lie about so much, but I think a huge part of it is like look at this and don't think about that. Think about this yeah, and don't well, bother yeah. looking over this other stuff. And you know, I have a I have a huge issue with a lot of organized religion. I think it's one of the major issues with like current day life and a lot of the problems that are going on because it's like if we're so advanced what's up with uh israel and palestine like we we just can't figure that out like really well i
0: think see i think to me and i remember talking to you about this and i said the cool thing is like that everyone knows that jt follows jc i follow jesus christ and i think as when jesus saying he's the truth it's like He really is it's like if you dig down to the truth you find him Mm -hmm. and when jesus came here as a man the people he railed against the most was the organized religious people who were just pious were only praying in public only giving when people saw you know those kind of things who whose heart or who are dirty on the inside being all clean on the outside looking how great i am and i think that i think even so i think that a lot of times that yeah religious people would show that i'm good Well, look how better I'm. Much better I am than them. So therefore, I can treat these other people in a way that is not good. And I think that that's where you get into like the 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 stuff that's going on in the Middle East, where like I was even saying like we did a podcast on this uh, over the weekend, and I was saying these people try to make it sound like it's Jews versus the Muslims. It's really not like that. I said I I think it's obviously I think people are pulling the strings in probably like Davos you know you name of course. it these kind of places and and they are actually you know like people don't go to war against people nations go to war against nations governments go to war against other governments people, like the people will go to war people against
1: don't, governments but
0: yeah but P, yeah people don't but generally people want to live in peace people don't like hate those people enough to go kill them unless they're threatened and i think this is the this is the thing like as somebody who is like not shy about being a christian on here I was told based on like after 9 11 and stuff these muslims hate you because you're american and they hate you because you're christian
1: that's what i was taught. And too. it's like
0: but guess what a lot of the muslims like me
1: they're not like they that, like they man. like
0: the content i make because i i expose like evil subtle evil and what actually you find out i was actually surprised to learn this that the Quran actually validates the torah and validates the bible i mean obviously i believe it's got some inconsistencies in doing both of that but they don't it, like their by their Quran does not tell them to go hate the jew. It doesn't tell them to go hate the christian. And so I think so I think when you find that out but it's like but so many people in America are just ignorant of that where it's like oh we you either support Israel or you support Palestine and it's like when you realize there's so many people like in the middle you know getting it from both sides it's like obviously they're just caught in the middle of this. Yeah. But but before you I I wanted to mention that it's interesting in the book of like samuel israel didn't have a king like god was supposed to be their king and samuel was like the prophet and if you think about it, i was joking with my ba- dad the one day like i'm a guy who's like to work out and get exercise and do all that kind of stuff isn't it funny that like if you did work like a if you were like more like a hunter you like farmed you did work you know like you took care of your property and then you went and killed stuff and then you cooked it and you ate it and you you would obviously be getting exercise. You'd be getting just, good, clean, nutritious you are, food. You You'd are be getting Brad Pitt fresh.
1: from Fight Club, if that's how you're
0: looking. <laughs> no, right. But so you think about that, like how much better you would be feeling and satisfied at the end of the day when you actually did something. Instead, we like, yeah, just like Fight Club. We jerk. We work, we work jobs we hate to buy stuff we don't need. And then the FDA lets them put X amount of rat feces in our food that is acceptable and that's what we buy with the with the money we make. We work all day, and then we go to the gym afterwards. To because hopefully
1: we can burn enough of it off, so we don't gain any more weight.
0: Right, and it's like, and then you're like literally like eating poison. When how much more, how like how much better off would people like men be who built their own house, got their own food? It's like it's like took care of their families in the way that that obviously we have a desire to do. And yeah, and obviously be more like I'm not i'm not a tree hugger but at the same time like i like clean air clean water it would be nice to actually live in a place that was sustainable that you didn't need you know like to drive your you know drive a an suv anywhere like you actually could just hang out where you're supposed to live and i think that i think that's what, i think that's what god has intended for us right. i think it's men who's twisted a system where like you have to store up all this money because you because you can't rely on anything else so you have to build all this treasure so then you're then you're good but
1: then, as the government slowly taken all of it, it's like it's a, it's it's totally a scam. I think there can be and has been a happy like marriage between philosophies of like, you know, living free in the wilderness and being nomadic and, you know, civilization. And I think, to do a cheeky little segue, I think there's very clear architectural, uh, examples of, like what. May have been that happy marriage between those. I, I think there. I think there's a way that civilization can grow and expand into big cities mm-hmm. that aren't ugly and brutalistic and poisonous like what we have now. Because uh, have you ever lived in a big city?
0: No, that's it's funny. Like the biggest city near me is is really not all that big. So like. I've been in New York City one time. I've mm. been. I'm not too far from DC, so I've been there in like Charlotte. But
1: well, I've, yeah, like I've, I'm kind of.
0: I'm kind of like I would. You could say I live like in the burbs. I've, like that's kind of where the beach town. I've lived in
1: uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. And uh, it's just sad, like what a lot of these places are becoming, and it's because we don't. You know, we don't have any uh, ideals to strive towards. It's just like, oh, just get what you can, extract what you can out of the system, and trash what you don't need. And hopefully, you can get out soon. Or, you know, some people don't have any interest in getting out. But it's like, you know, the the corruption is so deep. Every program that gets made to try to help people that need help is just another funnel for money into like some rich assholes pockets you know and uh it's just depressing these big cities Uh, i never when i was growing up i grew up in a you know a suburb like area in eastern washington and i always thought i would because i wanted to be a musician you know i thought i'd be in some big city somewhere and like uh Every time I move lately, it's like, okay, well, we have to be near Portland or we have to be be near Seattle. And I'm like, we can be near it, but uh, I'm not living (laughs) in the city. Um, And I'm not like a tree hugger, you know, I've never been hunting or anything like that. But uh, I do just feel like there's this crazy disconnect if you step out of your own experience for a second. And just look around at what's been happening your whole life, and you don't have to have it bad to do that. You can just you can have, yeah. be having a fine time, and then not everybody wants to be out in the cold hunting or you know, in a tribe or whatever like that. But I think that it's just funny that uh, we accept this idea of like, well, this is how it has to be because this is the only way to spend, and we know that because. Uh, we're telling you that because that's what we're saying has yeah. happened so far.
0: Well, you yeah, like I said, if you think about it, and obviously if you believe probably like Max and I believe like this guy John D. Rockefeller and basically these guys are the ones who created the school system. So like the richest guys in America basically developed the system to teach us certain things. Obviously not everything, certain things, certain things we believe are probably lies, but like they want – People who are teachable, they want little worker bees, and they want us to believe that this is all there is. And the carrot at the end of the at the end of the stick is retirement one day, and then you can kind of do whatever you want. Then you go fishing and golfing and all this kind of stuff. But in the meantime, something we're like, might we're happen, stuck to in the these cu-
1: and you might not have that retirement.
0: Money. <laughs> right, right. But then, we, but it might be take a little bit longer than you mm-hmm. thought because we might be slowly stealing from you the whole time. But but is it interesting. I watched this one. Uh, this one YouTube video quite a while ago. You ever watch a, a Paul Joseph Watson? He's like a British guy, and he's kind of yep. a political guy. And he, he he posted this video at one time, and it was about architecture. I don't think and he's allowed while,
1: on YouTube,
0: though. Probably not. He does, He tells the truth. He probably he said some, on there. some
1: no-no stuff on there.
0: <laughs> but uh, it was interesting. He posted this video, and it was about architecture. And it was like, as a guy who was in construction, I really didn't quite, like, I didn't know how interested I was going to be in this video, but it was basically about like how certain places make you feel a certain way. And he was saying like, what kind of place you want to live in depends on like how well you treat it, probably how well you treat the people around you. And like, like a, if you, if you're like in a beautiful, like just say like one of these beautiful, classic colonial looking buildings, or like just say you have a brownstone that that's got all these cool details and stuff. People take care of those places because they are pretty. And then, they take a little pride in where they live and they treat their neighbors a little better and then you look at the like we're calling it brutalism is like the the kind of architecture they built like after world War Boxes, uh, II. two cement yeah these and they're oppressive and they've got no style and they got like water stains all down them and it's like people just throw their garbage out on the street people I mean they look like prisons and people treat each other mm-hmm. like they're in prison
1: that's not an and an it's like
0: And it's like, and it does, it does seem like, because they were, I think they said they did some kind of poll about, I think like the government in Britain was building these certain kinds of, you know, like government assisted housing. And where they asked what people wanted. And of course they wanted like kind of individual, like kind of like townhouse looking places. And instead they built some gigantic ugly block. And eventually they have to demo that place because it was probably infested with drugs. People treated each other like garbage. And I was like, it was just an interesting thing that i never considered like yeah it makes sense to me because we restore old cool buildings but then like the stuff they got they built like in the 60s 70s you they just push that crap down yeah or they are or, they, or they're just abandoned and it just becomes some eyesore and it's like so how did they get it so much better back like the early 1900s and previously these amazing places when when supposedly they had less technology, less good tools, they had less knowledge because obviously we should have the knowledge they had. Like, how does that... Like, where's the disconnect? And I guess that's where a lot of us have come to this place of like, maybe maybe they've lied to us. Maybe certain things happened in the 1800s. Like, maybe every U.S. city... city it's weird that they all caught on fire mm-hmm. or had earthquakes. <laughs> like, right around the same time. Isn't
1: that weird? Well, there's um, there's this sort this is good uh tv show on apple uh called silo and i say good i was gonna say fascinating but it's not really fascinating there's a couple really fascinating um ideas in there one of the ideas is that uh so obviously it's called silo it's like a you know apocalyptic type thing everyone lives in this massive silo underground and uh it you know it's like a city sized thing and um the really fascinating part about it to me is that nobody knows why they're in there. They only know that it's not safe above ground. And, um, nobody's like allowed to investigate why they're in there. Nobody's allowed to go to the surface and do tests because it's, it, it's treated like sacrilege to, and, and if you say, I want to go to the surface, you are executed. um, by you know, if you say you want to go out, I think that's the the term. I want to go out. Um, they put you intentionally in a in a faulty hazmat suit that will only protect you long enough to to walk a few steps away from the uh, silo entrance, and then you fall down. I believe, and die. I
0: believe I saw a clip of this. Yeah, and like yeah. people are saying it's a lie. We can actually live mm-hmm. out there. Uh, so so much. Is, is that the show?
1: Yeah. the The most fascinating part about that show to me is the historical aspect of it. So in the in the show's lore, uh, um, basically there was like a revolution, uh, 200, I think it's 250 years before the events of the show. There was a revolution. And after that revolution was quelled, um, any object that came from that wasn't um, made in the silo, you know, past a certain point in time, was contraband and was to be collected and destroyed. And is like a high crime to have. It's like a, you know, a a felony, like you could be executed for it. And not all of these people in this silo just go along with the fact that they have, there's no history other than 250 years ago, there was a revolution attempt. and, And basically they were terrorists because they wanted to open the doors. So obviously we had to string them all up and kill them. And because of that revolution, that's why we're so strict and hard on you guys. Also, we have no history of anything leading up to that. <laughs> There's nothing. It's all burnt. There's the only history is from that point on. So it would be like if bef- it, it would be like now if we knew we know about the American Revolution, right? Mm-hmm. We had to fight, we had to fight for our freedom against England uh well where's england we're not allowed to talk about that what happened to him no 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 no. don't start asking questions and so what's fascinating about it to me is like you know a a better way to control those people would probably just be to make a bunch of shit up you know (laughs) maybe make up where these revolutionaries came from and maybe make up why they were so dangerous and Probably come up with a lie about what happened on the surface, even if you don't know. Probably be better to just lie about it. And of course, I thought about that while watching the show because I'm delusional. Were you starting to get
0: sick to your stomach, and you're like,
1: "Yeah, I'm like that."
0: Could, that couldn't po- that couldn't possibly be? Well, I mean, anything I, to do with real life. I, I watched <laughs> this like
1: semi-recently, so that's why it's on my mind. But also, you know, I, I already have this feeling, and I've had this feeling because when you start with aliens. The, the road that Aliens leads to is like, most of this is fake. Most of this is just government propaganda. And like a lot of the things that seem really, you know, extraterrestrial and like, oh, the Roswell crash and all that stuff. It's like, probably not. Because like, you know, these, shady, these shadowy organizations, it's like, oh, that was just like a, a project to put out misinformation. People were supposed to find out about this. And so you start going like wait is any of this real i would love for aliens to be real but um you know you start like like with aliens leading to being like oh it's it could be misinformation by the government so much of this other stuff it kind of leads there too and isn't it crazy how this is why i brought up silo you know they don't have a history and they don't have a history because they're being controlled and they don't – just don't worry about it. All you have to focus on is the rules. But isn't it crazy how like in our history, it's almost like the good guys have won every single time.
0: <laughs> right. right. And, there, and isn't it interesting how the, throughout all our history, we've had all these people trying to take over the world. Nobody's trying to do that anymore. It's like no, that, because we – We've eliminated we always,
1: that, 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 that need to do that. <laughs> because all the bad guys, when they want to take over the world, we stop them and they're bad right right and um Mm -hmm. you know and some of the bad guys are just you know maybe they're really bad because they're trying to get back on the gold standard and that's like (laughs) dude isn't it funny how like
0: when you when you actually find out like that very high profile like assassinations it's like it's the they have they have a lot to do with this guy wanted to do lend money to his own people at with, with no interest.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: they tried to yeah. go on the Golden Standard. Which is evil. Somehow those guys got killed. I don't know. what, like, yeah. like, who had anything to do with that?
1: Yeah, America will come and put a boot up your ass if you're trying to do some evil stuff like, you know, help your country out and uh, be independent. And, of course, there's, like, you know, there's wars and uh, actions that, like— looking back on it seemed very necessary. But also, but also, there's, you know, 90 year old grandmas that are like, well, yeah, we used to be taught the earth is flat and stuff like that. So you're like, or, or, um, you know, there's just so there's just so much to question. And uh, I think one of the reasons why I don't do like podcasts or anything like that is like, I'm not an expert on anything. I, all I do is like find stuff that's interesting to me to question and then I question it in video format. And so that's that's really all I know is that I is that like none of us really know anything, you know? And Well, it's hard it's hard it's hard to know like when you start talking about like
0: when you think about like our lifetimes and how small they are and you're like and obviously our scope and it's like t- talk about seeing only part of the picture and it's like we really do have to rely on what we've been told because most people are not going to get out and see the world but as you're talking about that show i can't help but think like a a couple different ones like the truman show i think everyone knows like this guy's trapped in this this tv show he's not allowed to go across the water because he'll die he can't swim and then you have like then you have again like the matrix so the matrix is like one of those ones where i was i was I did a video about that recently, and I was listening to Morpheus' speech to to Neo, and he was basically like, "These people are not ready to wake up, and and, it, and, and until they do, they're actually
1: our enemies, and they'll fight like anything." They will anything. do everything they can to keep you from waking other people up.
0: Yeah, so like, the, so the people in there are the enemy, and it was like you're starting to wonder, like, like how much of this could be fake, and how much of it could be, you know, like how much, like it, it's. It does blow your mind. What was the other one? Even like, there's that movie, the Emma Emma Which one is the one where like the village and these people are like, y- you talking? Yeah. You know, I'm talking about. Yeah. This is like they're like the living. The biggest twist like, of this- all time.
1: Like that's like such a good. I love. I mean, I know he gets a lot of crap nowadays, but like, I mean, when I was a kid and I saw the village, I it that blew my mind. It's like yeah. So, so these people. Times. I say, yeah,
0: If you don't know the you don't know, you guys don't know the plot. Like this this people are like living in the 1800s except it's not the 1800s. They're like living in the middle of like central park in New York City like modern times and they don't know it I but think, they're not allowed to go. I, th- I think they're is further that what it is? I think
1: they're further removed than that. They're in a they're in oh, really? a giant nature preserve um, that also has uh, because of the nature because of it being a, a massive nature preserve uh, airplanes aren't allowed to fly over it. And the only connection to modernity at all is the perimeter of the nature reserve is um patrolled like guarded and so if if they never go past a certain point which they won't because they're so incredibly afraid of this um other like opposing force that they're at peace with they they'll never go over there and they'll never discover that their entire I, i think at this point they're at like the third generation it's like the the adults that founded it and that okay that's a perfect topic to bring up, actually, because as you were speaking, um, I was trying to think of examples of how quickly um, perception can be changed. And it really only yeah. takes a few people having kids and telling them that things are a certain way, and then those kids having kids and telling them the, are, they're a certain way, and then the grandparents pass away. The lie is not a lie anymore. It's reality. There's no there's no one to break the line and go, right. hey, actually, it's not what you think. And, you know, there's no box to, to get brought out of the closet with a cell phone in it anymore. You know, you get five, six mm-hmm. generations down the line. And then you ap- apply that to to reality, to history. It's like any number of things could have happened, you know, two, three hundred years ago. And and the survivors have a certain – the survivors are – think about if you've survived like a major cataclysm and you are survived and you are depending on whatever authority is left over to provide transportation, shelter, food, water, whatever, you're going to do whatever they say to ensure that you're able to continue surviving and that your family yeah. survives. Mm-hmm. And if that is what I mean, they wouldn't really have to tell them to say anything. It's like you're just survive and then a few generations later all of a sudden we have our first written history it's like who's going to be around to dispute what happened you know 90 years before that
0: yeah you kind of wonder like when you like you see like the old world world war 2 uh, footage of like the nazis burning the books and stuff like that and you're know, like i never really considered they're burning history books <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know like like is it is it interesting that that could possibly be it i mean like i I was even, like I said, whether you believe the earth is flat or whatever, it is interesting when people say, well, why would they lie? And it's interesting in the way you phrased it where it was like, well, these people are not lying as far as they know because these people are not the ones who told the first lie about whether the earth goes around the sun or the sun goes around the earth because this is stuff, This like this would be an old lie and this might be, you. Were, they were lying to somebody else. By the time we got here now, it's like, this is this is what we people believe now and it's it's very difficult to to find out what's true it's interesting as you go (laughs) i just flipped on TikTok today and it was eddie bravo was talking to roseanne barr and she was asked the same question why would they lie about if the earth was a ball or was flat and of course i don't i don't necessarily buy this this argument but like eddie bravo is a flat earther and he was saying because there's land out past antarctica and I was like, because like a lot of people, obviously flat earthers, would say that Antarctica is an ice wall, and that's somewhere where the the, the dome begins, whatever, like the firmament. But other flat earthers believe that there's there's lands past Antarctica, and he was saying that they want to keep us here, and I thought. I guess I mean, I guess I could that that kind of it just made me think of that when you were talking about like, oh, you can't go there.
1: I mean, that, but it is interesting. That's when the you Truman find out Show. like there's all, that's the village. Yeah, you you it's, can't
0: you can't you can't go past this this point because for one that we I find this obviously this is sus. Let's just say this is sus that all these governments have this treaty that we're not going to do anything in Antarctica, which is like like what? Why? Like. Like, why Antarctica would you have to, like... is
1: probably my favorite. Yeah, Antarctica is probably my favorite like mi- like mystery to to think about and uh, look into. And um, I don't buy the like flat Earth thing. When but I will say this: um, I had that phase where I was like, I mean, this is dumb, but I'm gonna look into it and see. You know, like what what the idea here is because I knew that it wasn't just the thing that you know gets made fun of it's like oh they think it's like a floating disc or whatever I'm like I don't think they think that so let me look into it and the impression I got when I looked at their ideas and then the you know footage from some some other things that I've discerned from you know footage from the space station and stuff like that is I don't think it's flat I think it's if anything, I think it's probably just way bigger than we're told it is. And that if you can't figure out why they would lie about it being bigger, I can't help you. Because that's like, you know, property, real estate is the most valuable thing on earth, you know, literally. Right. So, Yeah, I, I I love the idea that there's more land. I'm extremely apprehensive about I think I'm so apprehensive about talking about Flat Earth because I don't buy it, but also because NASA is so full of it and I can't stand uh, (laughs) NASA as an organization. And when you know how NASA was founded, when and who founded it and who was involved, it's pretty clear why, you know, as a person who, like, sticks to their morals and uh i'm not somebody who won't change my mind i change my mind all the time but most of my ideals and morals are you know like christian based and help people based you know that's kind of i i don't i don't want to see anyone hurt or or put out of you know house and home or anything like that so i kind of stick to my my morals and my ideals and something inside me just wretches anytime I try to read an article about the Artemis or anything like that. And it's like, so, so yeah, (laughs) I think that's, like, you know, know
0: too much. That's exactly.
1: That's one of the reasons why I don't talk about, you know, any of that flat earth stuff is because I'm like, I do believe that NASA's lying. But when you start talking about that it's like oh so you're a flat earther so all everything right is you there's
0: bullshit. there's there, there's only two views you can have mm-hmm. and i think i that's where i got and i kind of got is ridiculous obviously it's crazy Well, obviously at this point and i'm sure most people who listen to me realize that i've leaned toward it's not a it's not a spinning ball i mean i don't i don't t- t- specifically say it's flat but mm-hmm. i mean like but the way i view things now it's like if if you, when you get to the point like i know max sent me this video told me to watch a video and i watched it that when they were when the the guys on the Apollo 11 faked the the ball earth because they because they had some circular window in the back of the back of the shuttle or whatever whatever the rocket they were on and they blacked out all the windows they took a they took a video of this ball and so what they were trying to you know, so obviously with the what was it called a funny thing that happened to me on the way to the moon and so they were trying to show like that the earth was round the funny part was obviously nobody has a clue how much of the earth they were showing <laughs> yeah but obviously when you watch that you realize they were only showing just a very small portion of it to make it look like it was round so you're like so the question would would come to like a lot of people's mind okay so you, they could lie for two reasons because they couldn't obviously go all the way to the moon which i don't think they did but but also you know said so like they wanted to show that they were far enough away from earth to see the whole thing because obviously you know, if you were on an airplane and you only showed like a, you only showed this much of it from over top of the ocean, you might look like you had the whole Earth. Yeah. So we don't know how high up they were. So they obviously didn't go all the way. And at the same time, it's like, were they trying to prove that it was the Blue Marble that everyone that they've been saying it was? I guess for I don't know how long. And well, like, like, so it, the, so the yeah, so what so like really why are they lying? But that's why I always that's the thing that really trips me out. And obviously these are the kind of things that got me sick to my stomach when I first started looking in this. Like. Okay, so if it really is round, like, why are they showing us the fisheye lens? Because, like, I'm not stupid now, because I look, because I see them using a fisheye lens because all the metal in there, like, they're showing part of their, like, the the space station or whatever they're using. And you can see the metal's bent, too. And you're like,
1: I'm uh, like,
0: okay, so why are you trying to fake that for me? Like, I mean, are you really, it's like, thou does protest too much if you're trying to show me that there is so, a curve when they're not high enough to show a curve.
1: So that like kind of speaks to um one of the reasons that you would it's it's two things you know it's either it's not what they're saying it is or they're not nearly as far away they're either they're as far away as they're saying they are and it's way bigger or they're yeah, nowhere that's, that's near yeah that's true i mean I, I, that's because the other that's, option that they were really far away but they exactly. couldn't get the whole thing well that's and that's kind of for 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 space to be real which at this point i i do believe that uh it is and i just don't believe that it's what we're led to believe it is and i think that there's just an insane there's not there's no information or no evidence about that but there's so much evidence that they're lying about what it is and, <laughs> right well that's and so it's that's, like and so i think so that's what that's can all i can't i can't come to the conclusion that a lot of people come to, which is like, oh, well, it's flat because when I personally, when I look at the information, some of it's bullshit, you know, and, um, some of, some of the, um, some of like the terms and like, um, equations that people use to be like, see, it's flat. It's like, well, that's outdated and that's been answered. But like my discernment when I see them faking, uh, it's called uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon by Bart Sabrell. Still on YouTube. um, Yeah, check that out. Watch that. it's good. But uh, it is one small detail on one of the Apollo missions that was proven beyond a shadow of a doubt to have been completely faked and lied about. And that was that uh, mission's shot of the Earth when they were a certain distance away. They were caught faking it. Just red-handed caught faking it. And I'm not – they weren't caught faking being in space. They were – they were above the earth in some format, you know, at, at some distance. Like we don't know how far but... above. <laughs> but they were using a screen uh, and a circular window to basically make it appear as though they were far enough away. They, they, were, they were cutting off part of the earth using a, a circular black screen to make it look like they were way farther away and getting the entirety of the earth. And then you see them pull the screen off. And this is what – I don't have any strong – I'll say this. The shape of the Earth, the size of the Earth—I have no strong feelings about it either way. But when they pull the screen away, and it's and the, and the uh, window is now completely full of of Earth. What I thought when I saw that is, well, that's really because you can tell they're very far away. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that looks way bigger than you know what they're saying. So. In a fantastical way, I am. I do. Uh, I like the idea of there being more land and that kind of. Sometimes there's like these really weird um, pieces of media, where you're like, well, first of all, what are they trying to say? And second of all, why would they allow anyone to make this? And when I see the Truman intro, I watch it like once a year. I'm like, why? I gotta are they, watch it again. I'm like, why are they letting this? Why are they letting us see this? It is like a conspiracy theorist awakening movie it's like you could be a totally random person and see the truman show a couple times and then see it like a third or fourth time and you're like wait a second because the first time you're like oh what if there were cameras always watching me first of all there are second of all you're, (laughs) you're like what if there what if this was happening to me it's like well not exactly that but it's it's like symbolism it's you know it's very strange and like how the light falls. The first thing that kind of makes him question it is a light uh, falls off the. Um, yeah, I forget what it's called, but the off. off I think the, it was wasn't it uh, was that was this was it called Sirius? Or yeah. Was it, uh, I couldn't remember what the frame it fell. But off it, was, it was it was
0: interesting. Or as a Christian guy noticing the symbolism, I think that it was again like this movie was was it like a symbol of like a falling star, which obviously biblically. The angels are stars, mm-hmm. and it's almost like you have a fallen angel that clues him in because he wakes up
1: right then. He yeah, still—it's like he holds He knows. It, he knows something's wrong. now. He holds on to the illusion, but from the from the moment where he holds Sirius in his hands, he never goes back. He never. He he plays. His, I shouldn't even say he holds on to the illusion because he doesn't hold on to the illusion anymore. From that moment on, when he holds the Sirius. there's a light falls into it you know next to him out of out of the sky and he picks it up and it says serious on it and it's a stage light and once that happens he never he he knows that something is a lie just like we kind of know like i don't know what it is i could point out a bunch of really specific lies but then that question that keeps a lot of people hung up is like well why and i'm like i don't know and we just did I it was interesting I as a, well that the. Uh, I have a pretty like, uh, like the stern two, rule. The two that TV I, guys? I have a pretty stern rule that I don't talk about um, Flat Earth, but I, I love to talk about NASA, so it's going to come up. <laughs> but that's, that's one of those things that it's like when you're looking for why, at some point you're going to go down that road. Like, well, maybe it's this. I don't know. But my favorite is that it's, you know, there's, there's some kind of uh, curtain whether it be the ice wall in Antarctica or some invisible veil, that's kind of suppressing our consciousness or, or, whatever, there's something that we can't, we can't know and it's too difficult to perceive because it's too far outside of our perception, you know, it's too life. altering yeah. No,
0: understand. it's a, well, it does seem like, it, I mean, it does seem like obviously these movies telling us stuff. And I know that a lot of people, well, I think most people who, who like listening to me know that that's what I believe. I believe that they tell us they tell us the truth in the media. They tell us the truth in the culture, like through that kind of stuff. They don't. When I say media, I don't mean like the news. I mean like they they lie to us in on the news, and they tell us the truth through these these like the symbolism in these movies. And so like so it is. I mean, it is a question where it really is. I think that like that's what this place is. I mean, I think that that whole the whole allegory of the matrix i mean i think that it has some validity to it i really don't think we're living in a computer program but at the same time like there is an artificialness to this place and i think i said we all we all kind of sense it that's like when neo like first like you you kind of get it but i think yeah we're all kind of like searching for like i know i don't know that, i don't know how many times that's happened to me where i was like researching stuff and obviously when it comes to this subject particularly I was partly giggling and then I would start to be sick to my stomach. Like, oh my gosh, that too? Like, it's like really is like, how many lies have I been told? And what's fascinating, uh, I don't know if you heard this, Max, but I was looking this up one time. I wanted to look up how high the atmosphere was. Well, guess what? There's no real good, clear answer on that for some reason. And so like, it was was somewhere between like 5,000 miles and like 200 and blah, 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 you know, thousand miles. And so, like, I found a scientific paper, and this was not from flat earthers, this was not from, this was like a reputable scientific source. And they were saying, basically, the atmosphere bleeds into way out into outer space. And technically, this they these people were saying we went to the moon, but technically, we were still in mm-hmm. our atmosphere when we got
2: there.
1: I'm guessing that came out just after like, Bill Nye said, you can't leave the Earth's atmosphere. I'm guessing after he said that they were like actually the atmosphere goes all the way past the moon that's what he meant right and so 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 then i started
0: to look at it and i was like you know what actually it's funny because like biblically like if you believe what it says about the firmament and the the star the the stars the moon and the sun are all like under or in the firmament. so it's almost like sometimes people like could be talking past each other where they say there's no such thing as outer space now like i said i technically i just don't i don't it doesn't make sense to me that that things just get, like, they get to a point where it's like, and then they just float. Like, that That seems yeah. kind of silly to me now, because if gravity's the thing that causes everything to come down, and we know that there's gravity everywhere, supposedly, in, in space, that's what holds the planets in orbit, why don't people just fall, I mean, like, why wouldn't they just continue to fall? Mm-hmm. And then they say, oh, well, they do, and that's why the space station continues to, to orbit. It's falling continuously, and I'm like, See, I think what I, th-
1: I, 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 like, I I think we agree that's weird to me we agree on a lot of things but that's why I enjoy talking to you is because I on a lot of things we agree but I I, I almost agree in like an inverse way so it's like I agree with you that, that it doesn't make sense but almost in the opposite way I think it only makes sense and this this kind of speaks to what happens to liars because I've been a liar I, I was an addict for a few years. And when you're an addict, you have – I was a functioning addict. So as a functioning addict that's like hiding it from his girlfriend and his parents and stuff, it's a lot of lying and it's exhausting. And even if you're really good at lying, eventually it all comes crumbling down because the lie gets too big. And so when you lie, it has to stay that way or you have to add on to it. And then when you add on to it, that's how you get caught. And – about Mm -hmm. speaking specifically about the atmosphere it only makes sense if it is that point where you reach it and then once you're through that it's and then you're floating that's the only way it makes sense what doesn't make sense is oh when you're in space there's no gravity and you float but also the atmosphere bleeds into space and goes to the moon <laughs> right now yeah you're like well how does it stay here at all then <laughs> because the only way to get that effect of floating is when you know your fault like the they do the zero g drops in planes and that can only last for a couple seconds and it's not because the gravity's yeah, yeah. less it's because of like the the force so it's like yeah it can uh-huh. only be that thing but then that you have that thing come to you know bite you on your back end when you're lying which is well now they want to know about this and you're like "Ah, say this and then you say that and then one of the one of the fakes (laughs)
0: tell tell them math yeah one of the fakes some confusing math one one of the fake scientists one of the
1: fake scientist actors that's on your payroll uh these guys crack (laughs) me up like like neil degrasse tyson and, and bill nye they're still actors they still have the the um they yeah, still I have the ego. They have, their egos are out out of this world. Their egos are astronomical. But um, so it's like they NASA will come out with this <laughs> thing go. and they're like, "Yeah, it's actually this way now." And Neil deGrasse Tyson will be like, "No, it's not." You're like, "Are you supposed to be saying that?" And like, there's that clip where Bill Nye is like very sullen and seriously looking at the camera and saying. You can't leave Earth's atmosphere. There's nowhere to go. Earth is a closed system. So when I saw that, I instantly... It was
0: almost like, did, yeah, what hap- yeah, what was that about? So, I saw that because you said so it's a closed system. And I like, thought there's
1: no way what? this is contextually accurate. And when you hear the quote, it's like, well, how could that be out of, out of context? Well, it's not. I looked it up, and the context was... Um, it was like one of those situations where like college students or high school you know students are like positing questions to these scientists and um you know like young leaders type stuff, and the young girl's question was about how like um hey, we have all this garbage and stuff, and like all these issues with um you know waste and toxic waste and all that kind of stuff. Why can't we, you know send it out to space and like send it on a trajectory where we know it'll just go since space is so vast? And his answer was you can't. There's no delivery system to get something out of the atmosphere. like you Earth is a closed system, there's nowhere to go. Uh, we have to make the best you know now I'm now I'm paraphrasing, but his his idea, the idea of his of his retort was like, Nah, we have to like keep it nice down here because there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere to send anything. Earth is a closed system, and it's like, and it reminds me of the Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> clip where Neil deGrasse Tyson is calling out that Red Bull video uh, where they use the fisheye lens to make oh it yeah, seem he was like... saying
0: you can't yeah he was saying it's He's not like there's high no enough curvature the
1: up curve, there even though. It's like, okay dude, I don't think you're supposed to say that, but the, the the people that are in charge of like keeping the public in line scientifically, they can't even get it right according to like what we're supposed to believe. So it's like I don't I don't believe any of it and I believe all of it. It's like that's that's how I've kind of had to go about it be, to, to stay sane in a world where it's my job to like cover stuff like that.
0: well i think it's one of those things where like yeah you don't want to be i don't think even like myself particularly i've i've clowned NASA a few times and i've i've made videos about like biblically about kind of what the bible says about it but like i never set out to be a this type of earther like because it's like it's because obviously that's it's only part of my interest and i think that like sometimes i do get a little bit like i don't really want to argue too much about things that i'm saying i'm not even sure about Mm -hmm. so like like if you want to like argue about things that we can actually have definitive proof, but I mean, I think the truth is it's like you do have to kind of decide who you believe. Like I said that's oh, why yeah. I said to me it's just more comfortable to say, here's what, here's what the Bible says. I believe that. I'm not sure outside of that. and I can't clown on them when they lie. But mm-hmm. other than that, I'm like, I'm not going to go you know, too far in depth. but I mean, to, to finish this topic off, I did find it very interesting in that video about, um, was it a funny thing that happened on the way to the moon? was I didn't realize that Neil Armstrong only gave, the only interview he basically gave about the moon landing was the time they came back and all all three Apollo astronauts were there being interviewed by
1: the press. Did you know that, Max? I guess you saw the movie. Yeah. Correct? I, but at the time, because what we're led to believe is that these guys were like superstars for a long time. And they they gave that one interview where it's like, uh, in the you know their their facial expressions a
2: straight up their facial film.
1: make it seem like their families are in the back room at gunpoint. It's like what's wrong with these guys? I mean, the first time I saw that clip, yeah, I was extremely uncomfortable watching it. I'm like, there's no, there's no description, there's no explanation. Like, it, for anybody that hasn't seen it, just look up like post. Going to the moon interview. I mean, it's it's crazy. These guys have just—they look like they've all just seen their own ghosts. And uh, yeah, he never—I <laughs> didn't know this until I saw the the movie. It's
0: almost—it's almost like they are telling the world's biggest lie ever. And, and they didn't—they're
1: uncomfortable. And, and it's not—and it. it's not what they signed up for. And they
0: were—it's almost like. But it, what's almost interesting about it too is like it was like they were telling the world's biggest lie, and they were not originally in on that they were going to be doing that that's why they look like that's that. that's kind of what it looks like to me it's like that yeah it, it looks like i i was wondering that i was like these guys were all back slapping before they before they went to the moon and they were soup they were like the They look like these guys are like frat guys they're back mm-hmm. slapping they're laughing they're cracking jokes they're probably you know like they're, you know, they're, they're like so they're the bells of the ball and then when they get back Gosh, you know, like you could imagine what people would really be like. They'd be peacocking, and they'd be like going on every show, and like Johnny Carson, and all this kind of stuff. Except they weren't like that because it was almost like they really thought they were going to the moon, and then they didn't. I think, and then they had to go lie about it. And
1: I think that was the first. You no, know, I think that was the if if what I kind of believe is true. I think that that was the first and only time that they. Well, it was the first time. I think it was the only time that they didn't tell them beforehand, or didn't fake it somehow, like Mm -hmm. to to the people that were involved, because I think you can't um, you can't immediately kill those people, which like it's gruesome to talk about, but let's be honest here. Like when you when you uh, when the government needs somebody to play a part and they're not going to play it, they get rid of them. So I think he agreed to play the part, but I think he was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be your whore on television." I think uh, Buzz can handle that, and I think he just backed out. And I think they, I think the deal was, "Okay, we'll keep your mouth shut." And that's what it seems like when Bart catches up to him and asks him to put his hand on the Bible and swear to God with his hand on a Bible that he went to the moon. And for, from for men of that generation to refuse to do that, supposedly Christian men to refuse to put their hand on a Bible and say that they did the thing that they're most famous for in life. I think that's uh pretty telling. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It does seem to be, I was, I was
0: saying the, the, the only, if these guys knew the, the Bible as well as I do, I think you could have had one out because Jesus says, don't swear. Don't swear like that. He's like, don't swear by heaven. Mm-hmm. Don't swear by anything like that. Don't swear by your hair. Don't swear by heaven. Let your yes be yes or your no be no. If they'd have said that I'm not going to swear. But, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, what they did... But,
1: obviously, they recoiled. And they're like, angry, with, and they're hostile.
0: Know? Yeah, I mean, it was... It, I mean, wouldn't it be, obviously, be like, hey, of course I went to the... And you guys all saw it on the video. Like, what you, you know, like, clowned on the guy, but it was, it was like... Who was it? Was it Buzz? Did Buzz punch that guy?
1: Yeah, Buzz punched his lights out. <laughs> Buzz punched him, yeah. Um, yeah,
0: so... so, But it is interesting. So, so, the one guy who does... Who has done... The most interviews (laughs) let's just say he doesn't seem to be the most reliable witness because he said (laughs) depending on the interview he makes a good case that we didn't go or he says we went yeah is it did you i'm sure you probably know this do you know what you know what uh, buzz's mom's maiden name is no what is it marion moon oh my god her last name her maiden name is moon marion moon is his mother's maiden name look that up guys i didn't make that
2: up
1: yeah and then uh buzz had that weird real weird thing i think it was in like 2016 or something where he posted a picture of like a pyramid in antarctica and was like it's coming there's like a great evil here or something like that and then he deleted it and then the like uh cleanup was like oh no he never posted that uh because it's not on his twitter anymore it's like but yeah, he deleted it. But like, people got screen grabs of it. It's very bizarre.
0: What wouldn't wouldn't that be the wouldn't that be the, the the massive plot twist? That NASA wasn't faking everything. They just weren't going up. And I think I'm sure a lot of people have seen these videos. You ever see like on like the Disney logo when like the like Tinker Bell whatever does like the like the star kind of goes up like in a like mm-hmm. a big old curve. Yeah. What if they were sending the rockets? Down to Antarctica, like well, a place think, that was maybe maybe
1: beyond all the icy stuff. I don't I don't exactly have an answer to what I think it would be, but I think Antarctica is the most important place on Earth to that class of people, and I I can't couldn't tell you why. But what I do know is that. And this, well, do you remember? So this is this is
0: the crazy thing, and I don't know if a lot of people know. A lot, a lot of people know about the Admiral Bird, like his diary that talks about the insanity of like Nazis, flying saucers, and, and like men from inside the Earth, from the Hollow Earth, and everything. Like it, absolutely bonkers stuff. So I don't know if anybody's verified any of that because it could be made up. But what I found interesting is there is a there's a famous old TV interview when he's pretty he's up there in years, and he talks about an unexplored area bigger than the United States. On the other on the other side of the South Pole, and he says that this place is very vast in resources, like such as like oil, coal, and even hinted at possibly uranium. Yeah. And so, like, he's not saying this like a crazy person. He's saying this like obviously just straight up factual, and like that is sort of interesting, like, like especially around that time. And that's this is why I always found like the 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 whole Arctic Treaty sus that like. Why wouldn't the nations after World War II, who obviously could give a crap about trees and penguins, obviously there is no trees down there. I don't think. Like they would just go get there all the were. resources they could down there. So why would they make a why would they make a deal with other countries to not do that?
1: So that's uh, it's really interesting that you bring that up because I'm I kind of taking a break on it. But before I started the Maui video, um, I found I don't know it could be the same. Uh, interview you're talking about uh first of all it's so interesting because I believe this was in like 1952 or something but to see television from back then is so crazy it's not what you, it's like not what you it's not what you picture when you think about like oh what did a talk show look like uh, back then but I saw this interview with him after he returned and in the interview they have footage of the stuff he's talking about he has footage of non Ice. Oh, really? And they have footage of trees. And it's barren. It's barren looking still. But there's... Uh, and it's it's black and white. But you can see where it goes from, uh, you know... I don't know if dirt is the right word, but, like, hard, icy ground. And then goes into, like, dirt and, like, low foil uh, foliage. You can see it in the footage. And... I was kind of the the I know kind of I do angle. think I wanna
0: say that one of his journals he talked he talks about he doesn't he talk about like yeah green lush places and
2: stuff?
1: Yeah, that's what he was saying is that like there are uh he said that he 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 named like the, the uh size of the area and I can't remember what it was, but he said something like it was it was uh the size of New York State or something like that, that was surrounded by ice, but it had but this was mountainous and Uh, had vegetation and so you read you can read um you could read in the the journals and stuff which a lot of people have said are um like fake recre or like recreations with like stuff added in um but he's on television saying like the big crazy thing he said was that not all of antarctica was ice and that they made multiple excursions and that the uh you know, they have, I'm now more of it's coming back to me. They're, he's talking about um, the types of film they had to use and they're using cameras, like video, you know, tape cameras, not tape, but film cameras. And, you know, they landed there and they put some stuff down so that they could refuel their planes. And I mean, like, there was a substantial, well, that's interesting. there were substantial expeditions into Antarctica that he was in charge of. And then they put him in a nuthouse and he died so you know yeah
0: that's well that sounds interesting and it almost i almost i almost kind of like it sounds likely to me that if you say like the the real insane parts of the of his diary is that is that part of the psyop is that you throw in nazi spaceships coming from the from the inner earth in there and now you don't you disregard like obviously the stuff about it being green in places that doesn't seem like you forget about that because like it's all the Yeah. You know well, that gets pushed to the side when you find out about all the other weird crap he's talking about. And like so then I believe is one of that the, like the psyop
1: where now we can dismiss it all. I, I think and and this is kind of like uh you know, might be a light bulb for some people, but you know, I think like I I would like to believe that um you know, because there was Operation High Jump and Operation Fishbowl, which, you know Kind of makes it seem like there was a neat. He he did request for like more military support after his first expedition, but I think he was also talking about there being a lot of oil there. So like it's kind of like you have all these crazy claims, and then other claims like there being, you know, a, a inhabitable inhabitable landmass the size of New York State that may, that seems like it has a lot of oil under it, and you're like, well, yeah, that's probably like a more realistic explanation for why they wanted him to not talk about it or whatever, you know?
0: Well, it's interesting if you think about it like this and I've, and this is like, again, this is conspiratorial, but I guess all this stuff is, um, like you ever heard like, like diamond mines. So like if they release all, if De Beers and all those places release all the diamonds, they'd be worth nothing because they wouldn't, they're really not that rare. Right. Same thing with like oil. When you find out, like, do you remember when, like, Trump and them, like, he, he actually, like, they pumped a lot of oil and shale and all that stuff. And then there was a time on the stock market where, like, literally barrels of oil was, like, in the negative.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, so if you think about, like, again, you go back all the way to the, the topic of who started the school systems. Remember that guy who was, in, like, had was big in the oil business, John D. Rockefeller? Imagine if that that family said... <laughs> Heck no, nobody's drilling down here. Yeah, because this stuff is so like that's remember that's what they like that's what they've tried to tell us. And I remember uh, my buddy Luke, Voice of Reason, did a video about this, about them trying to say this is fossil fuel. So obviously, all these 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 dinosaurs and all this stuff created this oil, and there's a very limited amount of it. We're gonna run out of it one day. Which what if they said no 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 that stuff? There is so much of that stuff. Obviously. We could we could live a million years and we'd never run out. So. There's so
1: much of that stuff, and there's so much of it not because there's so much of it, but because the Earth is producing it. That's you know that's like the other idea yeah. of it. That's it, by, yeah, that's it's by, like, yeah they, all you well, really like, have yeah, to like do is, lot is lot know how things, to tap yeah, like into the, it, and bam, you you got it. And then all of a sudden, an oil baron is kind of out of the, out of the job at that point. If anybody can tackle well, it. Well, I think that's
0: I think isn't that that's that's the ultimate uh, conspiracy that we've all we've all wondered. And I think that this is what this maybe even gets back into like the idea of like the pyramids and in the times before when was there this type of energy that was not like that you have to go to the pump, get it, you have to like pay for your electric bill. Was there this possibly a self-sustaining energy source? Like magnetism, you know, like vibrations, you know, any kind of a thing like that, that was like the, yeah, we would not be beholden to these people. What if we could go, you could go explore more of this place. You wouldn't be stuck the way you are. You wouldn't be like, you know, trapped in here thinking like, well, I'm going to freeze to death in the wintertime if I don't pay my bills. I think so. This stuff is actually more
1: readily available. I think that's, that's kind of my, um, after 10 years of, looking at stuff and and when I say my theory or my, my opinion or whatever, it is just that. And it doesn't a, uh, it's not like all day I walk around going, This is what it is, it must be it's like but when I think about what it all <laughs> means and what it all what it all could be, that's kinda what I come back to. I'm kinda like it doesn't ring true to me that this is the peak of civilization. It it seems that there are there's very clear evidence no way. That, that something else was going on and when you hear about, like, this is something I wanted to talk about when we were on the phone the other day, but it's probably best that we didn't. Um, you know, you hear the story of Atlantis, and, like, the the reason we know about Atlantis is very specific. It, it's like um, Plato's, like, uncle or something was in Egypt.
0: Yeah, it was Herodotus. It was, Her, was uh, Solon... So I think Solon was the one who went to Egypt, Mm -hmm. and he told Herodotus, and I think Herodotus told Plato. So we even got like a game of
1: telephone between Egypt and all the way to Plato. And and what did the? uh, Do you remember the uh, Egyptian guy's name that was talking to Solon? I don't remember his name.
0: Oh, now yeah, now you you've you've stumped me there.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So he said something along the lines of like, "You're a young people." Like, your civilization yeah. is young. Yeah, you I have, do know he said that, yeah. You have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said something along the lines of, like, we don't even know when this stuff was built. Like, the the things that uh, Solon was asking him about in Egypt, he was like, we don't know. It's too old. And then, um, you know, mm-hmm. you, you hear the... Kind of idea that like Cleopatra was alive closer to the invention of the iPhone than she was the pyramids being built. It's okay. like,
0: yeah, that that's one of those ones that does blow your mind. Like yeah. when you think about that, like, and, and that, so, that doesn't so make sense. To when, us. when
1: Cleopatra was walking around Egypt, those pyramids were as ancient to her as they are to us in the grand scheme of things. So it's like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's so long ago. We really don't have a firm grasp on like what they were for. Now they're saying. It kind of seems like the pyramids were never built – not only are they not tombs, it kind of seems as though they weren't really meant to have people inside them. Like they have like what seems – I, like I, I firmly believe that. It seem, they, it, they have like what kind of seems like maintenance tunnels, but not. it's not like this big – they yeah. aren't these big grand things. Like, like as far as like it doesn't seem yeah. – uh, people are saying it doesn't seem like a place you would bury a king so um, it seems, I, I think no. I think what was going mm-hmm. on is that um, they were advanced in a way that we can never, like it, it would take, you'd have to learn just how to understand how advanced they were. Like you couldn't even put it in, in the terms yes. that we would be able to understand um, in modern times. And I think that was probably based around, I, I like the idea of uh, ether. Like it does seem like, Certain buildings and uh, contraptions and inventions and stuff like that were not, th- it doesn't make sense why they're there anymore. And then when you kind of take into mind that there might have been a, a substance, like a, a force of nature that we just don't have anymore or is thinner, you know, um, less abundant for whatever reason. And then kind of uh, something I've discerned over time is like, you know, the pyramids being in an uh, alignment with the stars across the earth on all continents.
0: Yeah. Like right, right at like, basically like the, the Giza plateau and those three major pyramids being basically like lined right up with like Orion's belt.
1: Right. Is, is, is a bit odd. And And then, um, them being so specifically designed to match up with like the circumference of the earth and all these different things. And then all of these ancient people having tales of their ancestors emerging from within the earth kind of led me to believe that you know that is
0: that's one of those weird ones right yes and
1: and that's not like one or two it's like most of the ancient civilizations on earth like in india i believe in china a lot of native american uh, tribes have this idea that their almost all the native like all the the
0: native americans i think it was like the um yeah was it like the aztecs i remember they had a like like seven sacred tribes or something like that that all lived in the earth. And I was like cuz I I I've, I've talked about this before. I said that's a very odd thing to make up. Yeah. Like like if you were going to make up a legend about the people my people, here's what I would say. We came from heaven.
2: Mm-hmm. We came
0: from the heavens. <laughs> we descended. We descended up. We descended down to a mountaintop and then we came down. I would not say we came from inside the earth cuz I mean I said why would you lie about that? Unless
1: I would say there was something true about it. You know what I found interesting? Have you ever? Heard, oh, go ahead. I would say uh, wherever we came from, we were the tallest, uh, coolest. We were all shredded with eight packs, and uh, <laughs> right. we were the smartest. Yeah, and we were funniest. the best. But uh, yeah, all that stuff kind of leads me to believe that they might may have been using the pyramids, and um, they had a very good idea of where to go, because because we know now that there's been like. 12 major cataclysms that's like killed everyone on earth almost and then the people that are left over kind of repopulate and wouldn't it just be so convenient if like only a small number of those in control knew that that was going to happen and you can't really have the pyramids powering up like you can't really hide that because they're above ground i think the pyramids are as much underground as they are above ground, but um. <laughs> You could you could imagine those people they've burned down Chicago
0: and all those cities they like they tried They've tried to burn down the pyramids a couple of times just didn't yeah, <laughs> they don't really have <laughs> the. They really don't have the fire oh, to burn. Do that. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah they, they try what about is it what's interesting is there actually is one pyramid that looks like a bomb hit it You ever seen that one? Mm-mm. It's like it's like partly destroyed but you can imagine what could do that to a pyramid because they're so dense Only That's, i think you're we saying like, that obviously i agree like they're like why would you build this thing that is so big yet so dense and what's interesting it has those it, the, the the shafts inside it are granite mm-hmm. so they're not made of the same thing and they're like super obviously like everything else like in those places they're exact and all this stuff it's like it does seem interesting i've always wondered like with the shafts going and like these weird places and then you have like the supposedly the the king's uh chamber is it possible there was some kind of turbine in there that got moved somehow because of yes. you know i, I think the forces get... of the earth because it's like it does seem like a giant machine could have been in there
1: i think we get so caught up on how they were built that we don't really think about why and it's like hey they had slaves you can you can pretty much do anything <laughs> they, they if, can, obviously we all know we know they can build anything you can pretty much build anything if you have a uh workforce <laughs> that never you know when they get tired you just work them to death and you put a few more in like like i i it i don't really buy that you know it was just you know slaves with the their primitive ancient tools but they did have like genius level engineers that probably could have figured out how to get people to be able to do a lot of that work but it kind of doesn't matter because we don't have a clear idea of what they did or what they were capable of and then there's right
0: right what isn't interesting too when you think about like so they they just believe you just have this completely just gigantic force to just build stuff all the time obviously it still costs money in whatever whatever currency it takes so obviously that's a massive amount of people to feed and to sustain while they do all the work. And also, guess what? Throughout time, people have revolted against <laughs> wicked people who forced them to do things. Yeah. So the kind of people who could move all those blocks would kind of be dangerous if you didn't actually keep keep track of them. Also it's like the whole thing just is like I said, it's it's just such a nonsense idea that just they just got a bunch of people to do it.
1: Also, according to less ancient egyptians more ancient egyptians had a really big problem with uh these sea people that would come and raid them and just absolutely wreck them whenever they came around and so it's like um so if that was happening wouldn't it be better to like have your slave people be like your army or something and not building a giant tomb that costs like multiple <laughs> right. lifetimes to right. build. Well, it is,
0: yeah, that's right, isn't it? It does seem like a time of maybe great prosperity where it's like you could do these kind of things because like, I think obviously it makes more sense if you did have a lot of people working on some project, if it was for the common good, mm-hmm. possibly was it, would you all get together if it was something that benefited everybody, not some dead guy. Well, see, my, well, That's a monument to a dead king. I mean that that makes that makes because that makes no sense because it's kind of like what are the you The dead about king me? that's ordering you all to work <laughs>
1: to your death. But um if you're building <laughs> if you're building a, if you're building ostensibly what is a life preserver for the earth, then you're probably gonna be like, Yeah, let's go, let's do it. Let's push these five ton blocks. Right. So the one thing that was
0: interesting when you're talking about the uh, the Native American legends about them being in the earth was making me think about this. This was a crazy uh, thing I looked into about like the Grand Canyon. I'm sure you're familiar with, there's like the JG Kincaid and there's this stuff about like there's, there's caves inside the Grand Canyon that have like some kind of, like people say Egyptian because there's like mummies and stuff in there. But what I looked into it more, it was more like Tibetan type stuff, like Hindu type, type religious artifacts in there. And so what made me, like, actually I thought was crazy, that what I started to look into was, so if you think about this, okay, now now let's get nuts here for a second. You want to so get over nuts? over in India, let's get real <laughs> nuts here. So they believe, a lot of their mythologies of, are like of Shambhala and Agartha, like this kind of mythical place that's inside the earth, and like their gods are down there. Think of like Land of the Lost, crazy stuff. Okay, so interesting. Once again, it's, a, it's an interesting mythology. And What's interesting is like so a lot of people when they talk about the Nazis and their racism, they were talking about Aryans, and people people get it twisted. They always think that Aryans are have blonde hair and blue eyes. The Aryans were a historical people, and they were like brown people. They're like they're like people they like closer to Iranians, India, like yeah, right, yeah. They but they were not like but they were not blonde hair, blue eyed people. Mm -hmm. They were like yeah, they were darker skin, darker complexion, and so like you even think about the, the weird Hindu mythologies about like blue people and all this kind of crazy, it's almost exactly where James Cameron got the Avatar stuff for him. So stick with me. So what was what was interesting, and I found this out, I don't know when, but they said the German people had this kind of fascination with Native American people. Hmm. And I was like, well, I was thinking like, why would they care about Western stuff? Well, here's, here's where it ties in. They, they believe that our Native Americans had some kind of, there was some kind of uh, descendants from the Aryans. Yeah. So think about that. So you get get where I'm getting into? Mm -hmm. Is it possible that they did come from out of the earth and there was peoples that literally could go from Asia to North America by some kind of underground cave system? And I was like, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, I know the Nazis believe some insane things, but is it possible that that could be tr- there could be any kind of truth to that well I think how do they how do these people get here and I don't believe that crap about there was some land bridge from like you know from like Russia that's, to that's to, nonsense. You know, from t- Russia to Alaska that's that's the dumbest thing I ever heard cuz I think because just just consider this for a second can we go under the continent people walk through this friggin well that's what I'm saying like I mean it was funny at one point I remember it was um can you if you're in the it? ocean
1: if you're in the ocean can you pull up to america and so so here's your boat and america's right here can you go like this and go under the continent no no see, that, see so that's what's, what's funny. A, oh, who is it uh, who's the
0: famous creationist well that's what they're saying the, the funny part about it was like yeah like wouldn't there be a lot of remnants of that thing
2: because it's that, almost just like people are just so ignorant to they the look
0: thing. at a map and they say oh it looks like it it looks like it almost connects yeah. but now it doesn't anymore but like, who was it? Gosh, I keep on forgetting the guy's name. But he was talking about like this idea of Pangea, mm-hmm. and, P- and and I thought about this too. Pangea is stupid. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like the continents kind of fit, so therefore they, want, they were once some mega continent. Imagine and if like, they did, yeah. guys. The 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 continents already connect mm-hmm. under the sea. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they're it's not all lily pads. No. They don't float around. That's what I mean. Yeah, by, by I So go obviously, under it. is there is? It, yeah, you can't because it's like you. But you can. But it's possible. That under the rock and under the sea, mm-hmm. there could be tu- a tunnel system. But yeah, when people try to start talking about like that, people people walked across from Russia to Alaska, then walked down Canada. Isn't it funny? Like if that happened, wouldn't there be a lot more people in Canada? <laughs> Would there be a lot yeah. more people in America? They just kept so going. So they walked all the way, and they continue to walk. They just walked all the way to South America.
1: Yeah, wouldn't I mean... they have
0: stopped somewhere up like up in like the Northwest? which is pretty nice what i don't know
1: what's (laughs) i i love um if anyone is uh super interested and wants to know everything that you can know about this right now um i would i don't know if you if you're familiar but i would go to mr mythos uh youtube channel
0: i've watched a few of his yeah he's got some good he's got some good content
1: yeah and it's almost exclusively about um, agartha and the crazy thing and and this is not some um like fantastical. i mean the the topic is fantastical but all of his work is like extremely well vetted and researched and sourced and it's mostly that kind of stuff where it's like before a topic is known to be taboo like bef- before a topic has been kind of swatted down it's like hey we're not talking about that There's always like news stories that come out about it first before it's like, hey, we're not talking about that. That's not supposed to have happened. And Agartha, the idea of like civilization springing out from and stemming from inside the earth, I mean, it's like completely wide ranging across the globe, across the realm. Might not be a globe. But um, <laughs> but that, say, it, it, what did you just say? <laughs> it makes it makes a lot of sense. Like, and, and then you and then you think, oh, what? So they just like went in the earth and walked North America, and you're like, it might have taken three generations. You know, it might have. It, it they might have lived. They probably did live. If that's if that's their you know creation like origin myth, it didn't come from nowhere. And the, the really fascinating thing is that yeah. um, a couple of these civilizations have stories about other beings being down there. I think um, I think the Mayans called them, like, ant people. And, and, the, and the, they were, like, at constant like, odds with the ant people. And they, so they had to come up at a certain point. It wasn't like, <laughs> hey, we're going to go about, down. Uh, it what wasn't about, like, like,
0: on, like, South Park? I was going to say, what about in South Park? I know if you've seen South Park, they used to always, like, have, like, they would have certain weird episodes. And they would start talking about crab people. Yeah. Of course, the crab people came from inside the earth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, everybody. Okay, we'll just say it. Obviously, reptilians. Like people talk about reptilians being in the earth. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Like in the, what was it in the, the movie, the show, like the Land of the Lost? There was the um,
2: oh,
1: that weird looking called?
0: reptilian thing. They it had looked, a name. Just, yeah. Gosh. I, um. Man, I I'm I'm at a loss for remembering stuff today.
1: I love that movie, first of all. Yeah. But second of all, it is interesting that that's like. Their uh, archetype for the inner earth creature is a reptile.
0: Yeah, it looks, off, it, it looks awful lot like what people consider what aliens look like. When it's like and, I've, and I've made that point, and I guess I'm not the first person to say that, so I've, obviously I heard that from somebody else. Isn't it interesting when you think about like what a gray alien looks like that they have these big eyes, mm-hmm. almost like they came from some place that, that there's not a lot of sunlight. Mm-hmm. So maybe they had bigger eyes, so they could see better in the dark. Yeah, and
1: I also, like um, I
0: said, maybe, like I said again, like if you think about it, how much that the stuff that would be inside the Earth would be alien to us because they're not. It's not from here. It's it's not from this terrain. It's it's sort of kind of extraterrestrial.
1: One. It also is interesting because it's like, well, it it may not be that. The, the reason why it you know people might have come up from the inner earth in in different areas like you know if if the Native Americans uh, share some kind of genealogical heritage with uh, you know Indians or Iranians or something like that but and, and I believe they do I can't remember the exact um, the exactly like, genealogical ties but I've heard something along the, that those lines. Wouldn't it, isn't it interesting that like, well, maybe there's several different areas within the earth and, you know, these Native American tribes and like the, the mines and stuff, they have these uh, legends of the ant people. And it's like, maybe that's why they came out in different places is because they were like trying to escape from those things that are inside the earth and (laughs) you know and now look how much time has gone by we're talking about something that could have happened a million years ago and so it's like maybe they're not around yeah we have
0: no idea we have no concept of that Uh, well i think oh that's what i I remember that i forgot to even get into that but that was why i started to question i was like okay so like i i did a video about columbus obviously didn't discover this place and no it's not named after americano vespucci that's just that's just stupid, I mean like mm-hmm. I I, I got to be honest like that that idea that we've been told that that they there's not one continent on this planet or yeah you know, on this on this earth that's named after some guy so in so they named two continents after some guy's first name. we don't name things after anybody's first name no so I, I talked about it it's so the the natives called it Amaru or Amaru Ka that's that was their god, their god was named Amaru
1: that's so it was cooler. the plume
0: serpent okay yeah and so so what was fascinating to me was okay so like then i stopped believing that whole idea do does anybody really think i mean just just think about this for a second so christopher columbus they knew a lot about the world by the time he sold he was sailing the ocean blue why would anyone think it was faster to go to india to go the opposite direction
2: <laughs> yeah does
0: anyone like again you said like you following me they did let's just go the other way it's, it's got to be faster So they go the other way, and he lands somewhere. I guess what, like maybe in Haiti, some kind of island down in the in the the Caribbean or something. He thinks he's in India. Okay, so how long did he think he was in India? Where he decided to call everybody he met Indians. Did he realize he couldn't trade with them because he was not actually in India, and that was he was looking for a better trade route. Yeah, right. No. So then you have the Spanish, Spanish the Spanish go all the way down into South America and they are like basically, you know, looking for gold and whatever else they're doing down there. Okay, so then by the time we settle North America, obviously a lot of the Europeans go into North America, they can continue to call these people Indians. Okay, at some point they had to realize this was not India any, like, you know, like at some point they noticed that it was not India. Why did we continue to still call them Indians for hundreds of years,
1: it's like one Unless of those glaringly obvious things.
0: They were related to, they were related to Indians, the Indian yeah. people, right? Because, like I said, you think about it, it's like, it's interesting if it's one dumb guy says, "Oh, like, look at that bozo. He thought he landed in India." Well, let's just, so let's go. Let's name both continents after Amerigo Vespucci, even though his name is not America. It, let's name it Amerigo. Let's name it America. And let's name all the people here after Indians. <laughs> it's not and, India. And like that's weird, unless there is actually some connection to the people from India.
1: Yeah, like not only did they and, and, and they, it's almost like glaringly obvious, like in your face. It's like they ha- they were well aware that they had a tie to those people, and maybe they were shocked. Maybe they're like, "Wow, yeah. there's Indians here," but they didn't. It's like the, the uh, goal is to make you believe that they were stupid instead of they were actually, like, way smarter than we give them credit for. And they're like, wow, that's crazy. There's Indians here. And they probably knew. I mean, they they knew. They weren't in India. Yeah. They they probably were like, oh, we might have gotten a little but off course. They had to know. But there's <laughs> Indians here. There are Indians here. And obviously they know they're not Indians because they didn't speak the same language. They had different languages. But, like – I know that's what I'm saying. Like, can you think like so? Columbus lands
0: on a small island, and he thinks he's in India. For how long did he think he was in India?
1: Yeah, and also (laughs) long enough where he went all the way back. Also, thought he was still in India. If he discovered it, um, they're like, oh, he named it after Amerigo Vespucci. It's like, wouldn't he name it uh, Columbus or Columbia or something like that? And it makes a lot more sense that it would be. Uh, named after something that the natives are constantly constantly referencing to it as.
0: Right, right, exactly. Like did they, did they. I mean, obviously at this point they realize. I mean, for one thing, when you think about it, like there was massive pyramids in South America. Okay, it, nobody discovered anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this yeah. place was obviously well founded by by very advanced people a long time ago, and it was interesting once again. Those people didn't build those pyramids. They were already yeah. there, and these people were living around them. Like, and again, they had leg- they had the very similar legends of like the giants did it. Mm-hmm. They, I think that's what the Aztecs actually talked about a time where they came up out of the earth, and there was giants on the earth, and those are the ones who built all the megaliths down
1: there. And they were like, isn't I, that I th- isn't that weird? That, st- had, that story comes up again. I think they had some some stories of they were like, oh yeah, you know how. Um, I think it was Columbus that was writing in his journal. He's like these people would make good slaves. they're so friendly. Uh, he said something like that, but I think there was actually like the same the same idea about some of the giants that uh like the Aztecs or Mayans or whatever encountered. They're like they're weirdly friendly and they kind of like do what we say. I think we could like kind of dominate these people, yeah. I think I, I think it was in
0: Amerigo Vespucci actually tried they, he tried to kidnap some giants. Yeah, I know. I don't. He think... wrote about this. So this is we're going to talk. We're going to talk about this in our uh, in the next their upcoming ancient angels series. But there's actually the, some of the craziest things that you probably most people don't realize is that okay. So if you believe all the stuff you read in your history books about these famous explorers, well, in those same journals they wrote about giants and stuff like that. Like. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, the funny part, I was I've made this point before. I'm like, okay, so if you are an explorer and you're like Magellan and you're the guy who sold you sailed all the way around the world, okay, so this is what like you want everyone to know you by, it doesn't do you a lot of benefit to write lies about giants and myths in your in the same thing you wrote about. If you were lying about anything, it was the fact that you went all the way around the world because it gives you because that makes you sound great. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make like they, they don't want it, You don't want to like basically undercut your whole reason you're doing anything.
1: Well, it's like when uh, it's like when Bird came back from Antarctica. He didn't say anything about UFOs and Nazis on TV. What he said was, "There's more land and there's pro- we think there's oil there." It's like you, you don't say like the fantastic. You don't you don't like make up fantastical stuff. You you talk about the assets or uh possible threats or something like that that you may be facing and yeah it's just it's it's so interesting the way that you know we we talk about we have a lot more access to information now worldwide but what we don't have is like the everyday skills that a lot of these people had and then you think about the kind of person you have to be like this Talking about them going intentionally the wrong way to get to India made me think of this. It's like think about the kind of person you have to be to be like, yeah, uh, I'm going go, um, to go lobby the kings and queens of the greatest <laughs> nations on earth. And they're going to put me in charge of go- going and getting them uh, new spice trade routes for the you know the most expensive uh, you know, financially beneficial things to their countries. And uh, I'm going to go the wrong way Hmm. on purpose, and I'm not going to understand that I'm not (laughs) where I'm supposed to be. It's totally going to be faster. (laughs) And then I'm just going to make up some stuff about giants, and uh, I'm just going to lie about the whole thing. It's like, no, these people weren't stupid. They were smarter than most of us in most ways. Like, they they had some probably pretty archaic, barbaric ideas about certain things. Like, I don't know if it was Columbus or Vespucci who was like, hey, these people would make great slaves, but those were the kind of – realities they were dealing with at the time but yeah yeah these people mm-hmm. were like geniuses compared to a lot of us and it's funny that like the narrative that we're supposed to believe is like they were stupid racists it's like and that's why they did what they did it's like eh, i don't know if i believe that and uh i don't yeah, maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a little bit more nuance than that <laughs> yeah but uh man i'd love to have like maybe next time or something, because that's a whole another thing. And and I'd like to do a little bit of a uh, research beforehand. But the uh, the whole giants thing is just fascinating to me because it's like it's just not that crazy. We know there's other uh, types of humans that are, you know not not humans, but like other humanoid creatures that were allowed to know about. You know, uh, like Neanderthals, right? And, yeah. Well, that's uh, the Penisopans. that's the interesting
0: thing, and of course that's it, obviously. Yeah, that's my theory is it's like, is it likely that that is kind of the cover for there is these other skeletons, are they possibly, are these possibly giants? And then, yeah, so that, but you can, you can, because it's like they're human, but they're not quite human, I think. And that's what's interesting about some of the, the giant, giant mythology is there was a lot of incest between mm-hmm. them. And I think that's why they, a lot of them were deformed in certain kinds of ways. Is it possible that that's why? that they are like they look like very primitive mm-hmm. but maybe they weren't cuz it's interesting like some of the i think i forgot it what i was saying been. like i know i think it well no no they're not and i think i yeah. think that's the interesting part about like the um like what we talk about a little bit is that if you if you had you know what we believe that that angels mated with women created this superior race to humans well at some point the divine lineage is gets removed And you might have people trying to keep those bloodlines, like keep the divine bloodlines as much as they can, which would, you know, start interbreeding. And then eventually you'd have deformed looking, you know, basically cannibalistic giants. And and that's why God floods the earth. Is it possible that that's something that kind of happened where it's like, they still must retain some kind of advanced knowledge over regular people and that's why the megaliths are like unexplainable to our own brains yeah and they have a different kind of understanding of how the world worked. i mean i think that i think it makes sense because again like why would people in south america have these legends that have are the same legends that go all around the world and we don't really have a better explanation for it because we know that isn't it interesting like they try to say like the, the pyramids that were built in in Mexico and, and also South America, were built much later than the ones in, in Egypt because that doesn't make sense to their timeline. But if you think about it, the, the pyramids in South America are more impressive than anything that was built in Europe. Yeah. So how come these people did not advance at the same rate as the Europeans when at some point they were more advanced because they were building things that the Europeans couldn't build? Unless, once again, there's this disconnect because there was this time before when, who knows, then something happens and we don't, know, we don't know what happens, but all we know is that there's this, there's this story all around the world of, hey, there was this time before when there was an advanced people and dot, 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 now, now we don't know anything about
1: it. And I, I, this might be a little fantastical, but two things here. First of all, according to the currently accepted uh, historical timeline, I don't remember there being a lot of information in there about the uh, Europeans stopping to ask the uh, Mayans or Aztecs very many questions about their architecture. Second of all – and I, oh, how old is this, by the way? Um, second of all, that's kind of – Well,
0: no, actually I said I did – there was – if you go into like – I saw that one video. Um, if you've seen Graham Hancock has – it's called like Ancient Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And he, he mentioned specifically that there's this, there's this pyramid in Mexico. It's called Cholula and it's i think they said the base of it is like three times greater than the the base of the of the great pyramid in Giza. Yeah. It's way bigger.
2: Yeah. But
0: the, it's not as t- it's not as tall and it's all covered with like grass and dirt. It's like looks like a big hill. The Catholics just happened to put their church on top of it. Mm-hmm. enough. And there's caves that go down in it. And so the Aztecs told the conquistadors that the giants built that. And then the sky god rained down on them, flooded them, and killed them. All. Wow. I mean, that, like, that, like, when you kind hear that, story, you're like, oh, that sounds very similar. And it's funny. So, Graham Hancock, who believes some of the myths, you know, and he's, he's, he's a little more open minded than like your regular Egyptologist, right? but he said, perhaps they were talking about intellectual giants. Yeah. Or maybe they were <laughs> talking about giants. Like, maybe they meant just exactly what they said. And outside of an alternate explanation like i mean it's it's like i said it's just it's strange that i mean i see i think that's where you get into it as well that that i believe you see christopher columbus has has this, that cross on his flag I mean, you know he was it was funny because he was he was sailing for spain but he has the knights templar cross mm-hmm. on his sails right and if you think about the knights templars they obviously one of these secret societies Collecting, collecting relics, I think it's very likely that one of the reasons they went to South America probably because they did know about, and they went to Mexico because they did know about all these pyramids down there. And I think that they probably they were probably looking for stuff. They're probably looking for hidden knowledge.
1: And what an what an easy thing to obscure in history, it just uh, the motive and objectives. Let's just say they went for different reasons, and yeah. And the the other thing I wanted to say is um. what is the what is the big museum um that's like smithsonian the smithsonian okay so you talk about giants well where's the remnants of them and then you have lots of stories and like in the grand scheme of things like like semi-recently american history of like oh this guy found a giant human skull you know giant human bones and stuff and then it's like He gave them the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian is like, no, never happened. And do you know how we can prove (laughs) it never happened? Look at our collection. There's no giant bones. Okay, so keep that in mind. (laughs) Right. Keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. So um, I forget where. It was somewhere in America. This guy found a, like, woolly mammoth, like, grave site where there was, like, tons of woolly mammoth bones. And there's, like, you know, there's a lot... You have there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through to like prove that or whatever, and and uh, part of that was uh, he was gonna you know give them to the Smithsonian to have them like analyze and stuff. Well, months go by, and he's like, "Hey, where's my woolly mammoth bones?" And they're like, "We don't have them." And then <laughs> and then uh, somebody else noticed that like you know the Smithsonian or or it leaked somehow. That the Smithsonian have been dumping bones into the Hudson River and there's now people pulling out wo- oh my gosh. woolly mammoth bones worth fifteen thousand dollars there was like a, a a small contained gold rush amongst divers in the Hudson River because they were going in there and pulling out woolly mammoth bones and this guy's going hey those are my woolly mammoth bones oh and so they just dump anything that they perceive to and so it's like so it's not exactly connected, but it's like, okay, we have A, evidence, you know, in, in uh, newspapers and stuff like that of people claiming I have found the remains of giant humans and I have given the bones to the Smithsonian. And the Smithsonian saying, no, never happened. But then you also have right now, like contemporary evidence of people saying, not even saying, just like, hey, I straight up found these bones. And then the Smithsonian lost them. And now divers are pulling them out of the Hudson River. So it's like these – that's the other point I wanted to make is like, you know, if there was this advanced race, what happened to them? And if it was something that was intentional, then that means someone did it to them. And I don't know about you. I don't know how – like I'm I'm still a Christian, but I – I I don't believe in like organized uh, religion. I think a lot of it's just evil, but so, so I do kind of allow myself to, I I think I'm maybe just not so tied to it. Like I, I I do have like a relationship Mm -hmm. with a higher power and um, like, I do believe that, you know, Jesus died for our sins, but I also believe that there's so much we don't understand about ourselves. And I'm totally not like a do as thou wilt guy. Like I hate that, but, um, that's, that's uh, good. Cause that's uh, satanic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so there's, there, there's an aspect of like spirituality where it gets to a point where you're like, that's, that's kind of dark. I don't know about that. But what I do allow myself to do is like have kind of thought experiments, you know? And it's almost like, uh, I've almost kind of like left my body a couple of times while doing, doing that kind of stuff. And something that I've done thought experiments on is like, I feel, and I and I've always felt that there's like, some hidden entity. There has to be something. It's I. I and I almost feel like the, it can't be man, you know? And I feel like it can't be mankind. There's, there's something going on. And for a long time, I thought it was, para, like, parasitic. Like, I thought it might actually be, like, some kind of parasitic organism that gets into people's heads. Because, you know, I've done... You know, I've stolen, I've cheated, I've lied, you know, I've, you know, done drugs and stuff like that. And I don't have a worm in my brain, but you, so I understand evil, but then you see people doing stuff where you're like, it can't be money. They have all the money in the world and they have all the power and all the control. Why? And and I know that their game is a long one and longer than we could perceive and when I really do that thought experiment where you're like, what is it? It's almost like you can kind of see why they cover up the, the ancient past. I mean, I don't think they have to cover it up much anymore because it's so ancient. But you're just talking about Graham Hancock mm-hmm. and his reservations about even accepting that it's actual giants. Well, there's a reason for that because Graham Hancock has spent his entire life – in the pursuit of knowledge and and he's been alienated and ostracated from the scientific community for his entire career and so i i I can accept and understand that he's made certain you know exceptions where he's like i can't say giants so so you know there's it's still yeah i'm
0: already i'm already maligned it's like I'm, I'm, i'm maligned enough already yeah if i talk if i say i believe the giant stuff then I'll be. I might as well be calling myself a flat earther. And and, and, <laughs> and I'll
1: and I'll also put this out there. Graham Hancock has risked his life on multiple occasions, trying just trying to learn about ancient history. Like there's those. Oh yeah, things.
0: no, he's he's hardcore. Yeah, there, I, think, the, I think I think I I've enjoyed listening to him.
1: There's that um, structure in in the water off of the Japan coastline
0: yeah i've seen that he 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 was hardcore they were saying with the current down there diving down could kill insane
1: like really really easily could kill you yeah definitely um, anyways it's like you can kind of see why if if you can think about this ancient people that that was so much more advanced than us or what happened to them it seems to me that they kind of had it figured out i don't think they could stop cataclysm i think that the earth is going to do what the earth is going to do you know, and maybe it is, uh, you know, a higher power saying, "Hey, these giants are screwing each other, and they're like brother and sister, and uh, we got to get rid of them." Or, you know, <laughs> it, it could be that, and you know, the Earth is just has a cycle, and it's gonna mud flood, and it's gonna flood, and the mountains are gonna come tumbling down on on these civilizations. But it seemed as though they had some kind of system for defense and survival. And so, it would almost kind of seem that whatever entity or uh, group, you know, that is covering everything up and in control now, and, and uh, you know, committing evil, heinous acts on humanity at large scale, could have some benefit to covering up the a better way, you know, that maybe the ancients, yeah,
0: you know, it's interesting. Embraced. You know what's interesting, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get real nuts on you right here before we end this thing. Do, have you ever seen the first GI Joe movie? And I don't mean the crappy ones with the rock in there. Have you seen those?
1: Uh, is there like,
0: like GI GI Joe the movie, the classic cartoon from
1: the '80s? Um, I'm sure I've seen it, but I don't. I I can't recall like the um, plot. Well,
0: well, what this is interesting if you haven't heard this. So this is crazy. So like. So G.I. Joe and Transformers were very formulated formulate shows back in the 80s. Obviously, I think they were designed to sell toys. Mm-hmm. They actually had the same guy write both the movies, and they were both very far off, and they were actually pretty pretty decent movies. But the G.I. Joe one was particularly interesting. So if you guys are familiar, the bad guys in G.I. Joe were cobra, snakes. Like, So they had some connection to snakes. And so at one point they're fighting somewhere out in the Himalayas, like somewhere near, near t- Tibet, and it turns out there is this secret race of people there. And then there's this place called Cobra La, that's like basically under Tibet. Cobra La. And the people there are the people who are like, yeah, they're Cobra La, and Cobra La are these this ancient race of people that went underground after some kind of ice age, and they secretly have been pulling the strings of humanity this whole time. And like, there's this guy named Globulus and he's like, so there, there are all these people that have this kind of infused, like, uh, like organic tech, you know? So it's like, it's kind of almost like what you think we think about before the flood. Maybe it wasn't like, like all this technological stuff. And they actually, they detested, they detested man's technology because they were living, I mean, this is supposedly, I mean, obviously it's cartoon guys, but they're living more at harmony with nature and they were more one with them. But like the, the the character Globulus, he's like organically changing out his limbs because he's like I guess he's dying. He's like he's getting more like serpent-like. So he's got part of a serpent body, and I just think that's kind of an interesting concept. Where in the show they're trying to eventually release spores on humanity to turn everyone to animals, like like zombiefy them.
2: Yeah, that's like, a long
0: way of saying this. Seems this seems to me like this is a story once again of like the Nephilim. Fallen angels. I think one of the characters in there is called Nemesis Enforcer. He looks just like an angel. I mean, he's got wings just like him. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's clearly what they're kind of showing. And when you're when you're saying like that, there's like a possibly like a parasite. I I couldn't help but think of like the movie Venom. Mm -hmm. So Venom is they call Venom in the in the comic books. He was a symbiote, and so he's this alien black goo that basically infuses this. You know, like combines with this man to be this you know basically giant monster but he's also gives him he's intelligent he gives him great strength obviously has superpowers i think to me it's like obviously venom is what he really is is a demon that's what that's what they're showing you because it's like he when he combines with eddie brock eddie brock can do things he couldn't but he's also a little bit more evil Mm -hmm. and i and i believe that i think that's what and that's interesting because he's like he, – he is parasitic in the way that he, he devoured most hosts. But with Eddie Brock, he could have a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. And you think about people who are – who do have something that's kind of like helping them. Which I think so –
1: it, it, it consumes a lot of people, but it obviously benefits some people. I think it's worth pointing out too that like it's not that he – it he doesn't uh, – he doesn't need Eddie Brock to survive. He the the symbiote jealously loves Eddie Brock. It's like a if I can't have you, no one's gonna have you. And I don't mean like in a sexual way, but it's like it's like I want this, and I and I like mm-hmm. I like the edge that's already there because you will hurt people, and I like that. And and mm-hmm. you know Eddie Brock's not necessarily evil on his own but it is kind of like that demonic thing of like I want this one and I'm going to keep this one and I, and we're going to do stuff together. Well, it's
0: interesting Did you did you it sound like you've read the did you read, did you read the comic books?
1: Mhm. I've read some so I've, in the comic books. I've read so many like, Venom comic I've read all the bad Venom comic books where it gets really lame. But have you like, read
0: the ones but but it's but interesting like when I was reading the comic books he obviously was first. He was Spider mans suit, and mm-hmm. Spider Man got the suit in this comic book series called Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And then, but Spider Man realized, just so, you know, so Peter Parker didn't have to make his web shooters anymore because the suit could already shoot the webs. And he had he had extra powers with the suit on. You know, Spider Man already has superpowers. Mm-hmm. Like despite what those crappy movies show you, like he doesn't need an Iron Man suit to be Spider Man. Spider Man, no. you know, he got bit by a radioactive spider. He is a superhero. So, But when he comes back, he realizes it's turning him evil. He's slowly corrupting him, and he gets rid of it. So eventually, he goes to Eddie Brock, who had this kind of, like, this beef with Peter Parker. And so then he combines with Eddie Brock, who was a bodybuilder, and that's why Venom was big. But, he, but secretly, Venom always wanted Peter Parker.
1: Like, he wanted—that's yeah, that's, that's the host he really wanted. Because Peter Parker is, like, you know, there's that, there's that thing uh, in the comics— and they haven't really touched on it in any of the movies. But, like, if, like, so much of Peter Parker's focus has to go constantly into not killing people when he's fighting them. Even his strongest yeah, foes. Yeah, because he's a he's, good guy. Yeah, but he's so strong that even his strongest foes, when he's, like, punching them, he has to focus really hard to pull his punch right at the exact moment so that he doesn't kill people because he's so powerful. And so, that's
0: back. That's back when the superheroes were good, yeah. not like in the DC universe <laughs> where uh, Batman Batman sprays a, 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 a pe- <laughs> sprays people with bullets. <laughs> yeah, blowing
1: up their cars, and they're like, okay, well, I guess he didn't kill them directly.
0: Batman had this one in the comic book. Batman had this one rule, like he did never murder the Joker. He, like he tried not to murder the Joker. Yeah, and then it's like in the comic book, it's just like I really like guns on his. On I really Batman's liked deal. in
1: Batman vs Superman where he stabs a guy in the heart. He, he, like, he stabbed – he goes through a big fight. There's one guy left, and he takes a knife out of his own shoulder and stabs the guy. And I was like, that's one way to portray it. But, uh, yeah, Peter Parker, he didn't need – like, yeah, he he now had the organic web shooters and everything, but he didn't need anything to make him stronger. But he's Peter Parker, Why why he's so popular and people love him so much is because he's – he still has every insecurity that normal, he's a good guy that normal people. He's have. a good guy. He's he like, ultimately wants to do good. He's like, how am I going to pay my rent? Does Mary Jane love me? What's going to happen to, to, uh, my elderly aunt? Oh my gosh. I feel so much guilty. I feel so much guilt over my uncle's death. But when he has this, the venom, when he has the symbiote, all that goes away and he's just, he's confident and he knows how powerful he is and and it corrupts him in that way where it takes away all the things that make him human and he you know when he removes the suit he doesn't do it cuz he doesn't want to feel that way anymore it's it's like i i just can't i can't do this and he like brushes aside that feeling of superiority because he knows that's what makes him human and i think it's like that scorned lover thing you know that it's like okay, well,
0: yeah, that's interesting, and it's almost like the the suit is like wants him because it wants to corrupt him. It's exactly. Like, it's like to me again, like that's more proof that this thing is is a de- demonic entity. And, and I he... know that was a long way to say that that yes, I believe that that like that kind of a thing and that kind of stuff they show you in the culture is is real. I think that the whole symbiote idea did come from these demonic entities. And as crazy as it sounds, I'm going to tie this together is that biblically and if you go like into the book of enoch the deceased giants again we talk about the giants became evil spirits unclean spirits on the earth and imagine these things possess ancient knowledge so if you ever wanted to know what happened before the flood you find these people doing this the the demons know
2: mm-hmm.
0: like the demons actually know what happened before the flood they know a lot more about that and it, again if you think about again like even a bigger like a bigger conspiracy is I mean, the, your Bible literally says that the devil is the ruler of this world. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like the, l- the ruler of this realm. So like the whole world is under the, is basically under the spell of the evil one. And again, so then you'd say, why would men do all this stuff? Because it's not just men. Mm-hmm. I do I do think that this is like this is a this is a satanic agenda. And again, if it, if Jesus is the truth, the devil is the father of lies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like they're trying to keep humanity dumb and blind in the dark over here. And so, like, I mean, so, like, ultimately, what lie wouldn't they tell? You know, what, like, if, if, if men have been trying to conquer this world and take it over and rule this place and rule other men, what wouldn't they do? And, I mean, obviously, if, if, there, if, we, if we are to believe any of our history, <laughs> there's nothing they wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. there's literally nothing and obviously if they could hide everything that happened before they would do it
1: they'll hide it they'll burn it they'll go to they'll 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 put uh, you know two allies in a in a great war against each other seemingly out of nowhere and uh you know kill millions of people and then you know write it a different write it a certain way in history and do whatever they have to to obfuscate certain details and i think that's where people get really caught up is like it's so minute. It's so acute. Some of it's so acute. Some of the just little details, if you just change little details, like we were talking about with Columbus, like, well, what if the objective was different? What if they were after artifacts and not yeah. just spices? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think of that until you're like, researching, blo- you know, Aztec blood rituals or like giants or something. And then you get more of the picture. You, It's like, you have to research and figure out all these vague concept, concepts, and, and, and you're getting detailed on that. And then something clicks like way over here in Egypt. And you're like, Oh, and, um, it's all I, connected <laughs> and, and, but then you have to take a, the attention span into account and think, you know, I've noticed it in myself, my own attention span, just from being on TikTok. It's like all of a sudden, if I'm going to watch a video that's, uh, you know, 15 minutes long i have to be doing something like working out or or, you know if if i'm playing (laughs) yeah i know it's too long if i'm playing video games the the most engaging audio visual interaction a lot of the times i'm having to stop myself from like listening to a podcast or something on the side like our our attention spans are dwindling so fast at such a rate that it's like you yes i I say i say at the end of my maui video like they don't have to cover things up anymore, because even if we find out, we're not thinking about it the next. We might think about it the next day, but but I put my Maui video out like a month after it happened, and it was like, why are you talking about this? You know, not not my fans, but I. I it it kind of felt like that. Like no one else was talking. Yeah, about Yeah, right, right. Well, it was it's gone. Isn't
0: it interesting? That's what like they would say. Like like the, well, the, the powers that be would often they do, and I know that I know that certain administrations used to do this where they'd be like, we can't talk about that, there's an ongoing investigation, we can't talk about that, can't talk about that, can't talk about, and then it would be like, by the time they could talk about it, it'd be like, that's old news. We, yep. gotta, we gotta concentrate on what's happening now, and it's like, I think that, I was saying like, one of the first conspiracies that I don't think I ever got any good answers on, and you might have a video about this, and I know, I know you could if you wanted, was like the Vegas shooting, like with all those people, like the biggest mass shooting basically in United States history, and I was always like, and this is before I woke up. And I was like, well, I thought they were gonna be talking about this forever because based on how they cover other tragedies, like we we never figure out what happened there. That seems insane to me. We'll see. I, what- and I know I shouldn't have brought that up because because we're never gonna be able to. Like, well, it, it's funny. Speaking of short attention spans, this we're approaching three hours on, on the podcast today.
1: I, I actually, real quick, I actually do cover randomly. This is so random. I cover some of the vegas stuff in the maui video because oh that's of, right because it's yeah. related to maui right yeah and, and i cover it in a medicine right. people people really wanted the the because the uh police chief in maui was a captain um and was the head of the uh investigation or the response i should say i mean say. that is but that
0: is too i mean that again I, that's too crazy to make up that's i I,
1: right I, I pointed out in my video i i don't go super deep into it i pointed out the fact that I think it's interesting, the connection in a meta sense, because I think it's interesting what it implies, which is this insane thing happens, right? The biggest mass shooting in history, and not only that, but it's like bombastic. It's like something that would happen in like a 90s Nick Cage movie or something. It's so yeah, it's yes, so crazy. Absolutely. And people, you know, generally, we have one question, why? And that's why you... That, went away because there was no why, because why is a secret. Why is some crazy dark government stuff that we cannot talk about it. And something went wrong and Vegas happened. And because it was so public, it happened in Vegas. And the, think about this, Vegas has, Vegas is the most covered on camera place on earth. There's more cameras there than anywhere else and there was too much evidence so we just had to move on and that's how I tied it with Maui i'm like i think conspiracy theorists are so hung up on this guy being here not because we can prove anything about him and this or not because we can prove anything about him in relation to vegas but it's just kind of a subtle sign that we're never gonna know what happened like it's it's just it's just no. a, it's just a little road sign on the on the Conspiracy highway of like, just move on. This guy's here. You're never going to find anything out.
2: Yeah,
0: and I think we should we should end it there. And I think I, one thing I wanted to say was, what like what's interesting is I think when you when you do look back at pre- previous events, try to put yourself in these people's p- places and don't assume people are stupid. Think of actually real motives and real smart people and why they would do the things they would, because I think that's what they really want you to believe. If they believe these people were a bunch of ignorant racists, then obviously you can describe any. That, that's enough of a motive for anybody. But for, to thinking people, you're like, wait, why would they do this? Maybe they were smarter than they, they're giving than we're giving them credit for, and maybe it's us or we're the dumb ones for believing everything without without asking any questions. I think that's all we really have done is ask questions, and eventually, like, you come to the conclusion like. I got more questions
1: <laughs> i've got i've got lots of i've got lots more questions now and especially when people get angry like because i'll just ask questions i'm just asking questions and then when someone gets angry at you for asking a question i can't help but go like i have a couple more questions now <laughs> now we
0: know now now we know now we know where to really start looking it's like and i think that's right i think get back to the challenger thing when is when the question gets people upset. You know that you're probably over the target, and you start offending people, and it's like and that's not what, and I've said that my goal is not to offend people, it's to get to the truth, and it's like you know like obviously I can be sensitive when I want you know when I want to be, but like obviously, I think we all know that like when our where our heart is, we, we really just want to know what's the truth, and I think that honors more people than than it offends so that's that's my, my honest opinion, but anyways, max. This has been awesome. Obviously we're gonna have to do this again. Yes. Um
1: tell us where people can find you. I am Parasite TV on uh TikTok and YouTube. And uh that's you know that those both link to my uh Instagram that I've never posted on. But yeah, TikTok and YouTube, uh Max Powers, Parasite <laughs> TV. So thanks so much for having me, man. It's been uh great joy and yeah, we're gonna have to do this again.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. But yeah, if you guys, thanks for sticking with us. Obviously, I follow Max on all the things. Obviously, when you get two guys who are, you know, have covered a lot of conspiracies, <laughs> we, we could, we could probably have talked for ten hours at least, and then still t- talked more. But anyways, appreciate it, guys. God bless you. See you next time.